Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Everybody's got a price. Everybody's gonna pay. Hey everybody, it's Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man, and you're listening to the Wrestle Talk Podcast. It's out in the night out. You're tuning in to Wrestle Talk. 657-383-1521. We'll be discussing WWE, NXT, Lucha Underground, ROH, Fantasy Wrestling, and we'll have some of the best damn interviews professional and independent wrestling that you've ever heard. And I'm Joe Lance. Ladies and gentlemen, buckle your seatbelt, keep your arms in the vehicle at all times. Wrestle Talk begins in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Enjoy the ride. What is up, Wrestle Talk Podcast fans and family? What is going on? It's your boy, Nightmare Jones here, once again coming live to you Thursday night, 8 o'clock p.m. My goodness gracious, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, then you have chosen very, very, very wisely because you are listening to the greatest podcast Oh, man, we're not the Jim Ross podcast. We're not the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast. We are the Wrestle Talk podcast with Joe and Renee, and we are going to have one heck of a show for you tonight. We've got the High Spot segment. we got the Shoot and Shout segment. we got the Wrestle Talk podcast game show challenge. we got the Fantasy Wrestling segment. we got the Snippets of Truth. And ladies and gentlemen, tonight, is the year in review. Not just for the Wrestle Talk podcast, but the year in review for independent professional wrestling. So what we want to do tonight is if you are an independent promoter, wrestler, whatever, you want to call in and let us know what has been going on in your promotion, please do so. 657-383-1521. It is going to be one heck of a show. I can promise you. Without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and bring in the man, the myth, the legend, the night owl. What is going on, But like Jonesy said, we're going to be recapping all the happenings of 2019, not only here on the WrestleTalk podcast, but also in professional wrestling as a whole. This show was created with the intention of getting as many outside people involved as possible. So whether you want to talk pro wrestling, whether you want to talk independent wrestling, whether you want to talk fantasy wrestling, The show is open to anybody and everybody. I don't care if you want to come on and talk about a show you just did. 
or one that you got coming up. I don't care if you're a worker. I don't care if you're a promoter or anybody in between. If you want to be a part of the show today, it's real easy. All you got to do is dial that number. That number is 657-383-1521. Again, that's 657-383-1521 to join the show. And really, Jonesy, I know you've got a lot on the table because I have been in really, really bad shape this week, tremendously sick, uh, still have strep, still shaking off a little bit of the flu, uh, super-duper runny nose. But you know what? To me, it doesn't matter, bro, because we're going to serve it up on a silver platter. That's what we do here on the Wrestle Talk podcast, man. We like to cater to everybody in the world of professional uh, wrestling. Like I said, from worker to promoter to everybody in between, the show is for you. Know what I mean? Again, 657 3831521 Jonesy. I'm ready to kick things off tonight, bro, but before we go any further, how the hell are you doing tonight? I am doing really, really, really well. Uh I had a amazing uh New Year's. Uh I did learn one valuable lesson. And and, and I don't know why I, I did not know what this I did not know about this lesson, but your number one lesson is do not drink liquor on an empty stomach because you will get super duper drunk, super duper duper quick. And I must say, Renee, uh, our, our good buddy Chris, uh, his his fiance, she paid me back, sir. She paid me back. She asked me if I wanted a mixed drink, and I said sure. <laughs> and you remember when I made you a mixed drink, and I put like like. More than half of uh, of uh, a devil's cut. Well, yeah. Let's let's just say it was the paybacks. So did you drink it? Did you man up? Because I drank mine. I drank, I drank mine. Did you man up? I drank mine. I drank mine, and then Atta I made boy. another one. <laughs> so yeah. Another. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, and I another. Love it, dude. That sounds. And another one. That that sounds fantastic, Josie. Well, listen. Before we go any further, uh, this show is about shout-outs. So if you got anybody you guys want to shout-out, again, that number is 657-383-1521. I don't care what you guys want to talk about. The platform is yours. We're just hosting, okay? We want you to call in and be a part of the show. I'm already seeing my man Michael um, um, from Michael's Corner checking in. Shout-out to all my fan up in Minnesota. Uh, Shout-out to all my fan up in Canada. Um, uh, Danny Duggan's been real good to us over the last couple of years. Uh, spoke to him recently, man, and I just want to make sure he knows that we love him to death. Um, clearly, uh, the love that we get here throughout the Midwest uh, has been a resounding, bro, from, from state to state. Uh, made my first trip up to uh, Iowa this past Friday. You guys heard me talk about it on last week's show. And, and uh, I brought back more than memories, friends. I got a bunch of great videos, and then I got this really awesome flyer. Uh, got to meet Sammy Callahan. You know why? Because he was at the front Desk taking tickets, bro. That's the kind of guy Sammy Callahan is. Previously, nice. not really enamored like a lot of people with Sammy Callahan, right? But, man, after this Revolver show, I absolutely fell in love, right? I had a couple of people reach out to me. The, the wonderful, great Herb Simmons reached out. Shout out to all my folks down in Southern Illinois. The one, All our wonderful friends over at Dynamo Pro Wrestle, man, just had an outstanding show. And they're getting ready to have another one, man. Adrian Serge calling out Derek Stone and 
You got you got him potentially facing Camaro Jackson, bro, and then Journey Pro. They're having this big thing coming up in January where the folks from Chicago are coming down. MEW was last weekend. Two weekends ago was Royal Bro. And then EPBW has been on fire. Jonesy, I know you're getting a lot of love up there. I know you didn't necessarily win uh, the Referee of the Year award that you wanted. But no. EPBW is giving you a lot of love as well, man. So we just want to thank everybody, man, for, for the incredible support that we get. Uh, the brothers are whatever. Nathan's in the house. What's up, Nate? Good to see you, Bobby. Um, I don't know, man. I'm just excited, bro. We're going to get into high spots and all that stuff. But I just wanted to say thank you, man. Our new sponsor, Kincaid at the Oak Park Mall. Our old sponsors, uh, Everything Combat, Pat Milicic and, and Jeffrey Wilson. Um, everybody's just been so great with us, man. So we love you guys. If you've checked us out once or you watch us every week, thank you for sharing. Thank you for liking. Thanks for going on the website. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Me, gracias to everybody, bro. Um, I'm just excited, and I hate to be sick, but there was no way I was going to miss this show, uh, especially uh, because we're coming towards the end of the uh, of year two in the brand battle for the world premier fantasy wrestling promotion, the FWWC. Huge shout out to my partner in crime, my brother from another, Dewan Mills, who uh, you know plays a big part in making that happen. And of course, the general managers, Curtis Black and Marcus Mayhem. But anyway, I could go forever with shout outs, Jonesy. But I did want to ask you real quick about that EPPW deal, man. That seemed like a really cool deal, man. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it so we can get a Carl Lewis and then we can get into high spots, baby, because I already see a bunch of people, a bunch of people on hold, and we want to get through as many of them as possible. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, EPPW has really, uh, really came into its own in this past year. Um, you know, they, they, they've got some great, great talent there uh, throughout the entire year. You had the owners of EPPW butting heads with the new tribe. And one of the members of the new tribe ended up beating one of the owners for 50% of the company. And so throughout the entire 2019, you had this struggle between the owner, Harlem Kano, and 50% owner, Izzy Stone. Now, we've had Izzy Stone on the podcast before. Izzy's a homie, bro. We love Izzy. So, throughout the entire year... And by the way, way, Josie, Josie, I hate to cut you off, but we did answer the question because everybody wanted to know, Izzy Stone, and if you guys want to go (laughs) back and listen to that episode, we did get an answer to that question. (laughs) So, he... I'm not going to tell y'all right now, but you make sure you guys go look up the episode with Izzy Stone, man. That was a great interview, uh, and I hope that we can have him on once again in 2020, bro. Izzy was the man. Shout out to EPPW. That that was a good that was a good time. Yeah, yeah. And so finally, it it all boiled down to a ladder match, and Izzy Stone lost his 50 percent of the company, and uh, but Chris Klein, who is still in the the new tribe, was the EPPW Heavyweight Championship throughout most of 2019 until he was defeated by a injured Robbie Page, who we've had on the podcast multiple times. Um, and at the last show, Robbie Page had to relinquish his title because he was not cleared to wrestle. And your new EPPW Heavyweight Champion is Corey Bush, another man we've had on the podcast. <laughs> Wow, man, a stellar lineup, man, of EPPW talent. Uh, I know that you, sir, uh, have gotten a lot of praise and, and a lot of recognition as well, 
but you're also aligned with a different team now. I, I saw that post just a couple of days ago. Why don't you fill us in on that as well? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, why don't you uh, talk a little bit more about it, because I'm not sure what you're talking about. All right, all right. Well, I'll go ahead and fill the fans in, because I have been doing my homework, and uh, and I want to make sure that everybody knows um, that your boy keeps an eye on pro wrestling, not just in the Midwest, but throughout uh, all of the country, and really throughout throughout the world. Uh, we're going to get a chance to talk about a lot of different companies here in, in the coming hours. Uh, I'm, I'm having trouble getting this lo- to load, so it may take me a little bit. But I saw something, bro, where, like, you were part of one team, and then uh, where the hell is it, bro? i got to find it. I think it was something that Chris posted. But, yeah, they, they kind of split you guys up. and Oh, here it is. Here it is. Oh, here it is. That's what I was looking for. So, EPPW team, here it is, guys, Eastern Panhandle Pro Wrestling. This is kind of what it looks like for you guys watching on the Facebook Live. Uh, now, you guys can probably oh, – ah, there he is. Look at that handsome devil. They put you right in the middle like the Brady Bunch, bro. Look at you, you handsome dog. You look right, right there. You guys see him? woo Looking good. All right, so it says the EPPW team. Okay, that's what it is. So it's a breakdown of all the people who helped EPPW happen. So yes. let me go ahead and give some kudos. Okay, so we talked about Kato. Uh, we talked about the commissioner. We talked about, oh, the uh, ring announcer, Evan West. And then you talk about your officials, uh, Dennis Williams, Joe Lance, Crudo CU, photography, David Livingston, and then the, uh, the security team, uh, Huggy Bear, Jared Thornton, and Tank Westbrook. So shout out to those guys out there. They always show us a lot of love. I was, I was like, what is this team thing? They actually just gave us the layout of everybody that helps make things happen over there, outside of the talent, of course. So. Kudos to those guys. Then we're gonna have some more interviews coming up from EPPW. We promise, because the fans of the Wrestle Talk podcast demand it. But all that said, Josie, it is time to do what we always do about this time, where we ask everybody to respectfully remove their caps, place their hands over their hearts, as we pay homage to the greatest country on God's green earth. That's America, damn it. Oh. into my eye every single time. Every, every single, single time. time. That said, friends, we are going to go ahead and continue with the show. We're going to start bringing the callers on here in just a matter of moments. Intern Timmy, why don't you go ahead and cue up that music for tonight's edition of the Wrestle Talk Podcast High Spot segment. Let's do it. Anton Timmy, where are you doing it? Come on, Anton Timmy. Anton Timmy, come on now. There you go. Thank <laughs> you. 
right, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the high spot segment, and you know, I think I'm gonna go ahead and start this off tonight. Uh, so, in the past couple of weeks, we've been seeing uh, snippets of Liv Morgan is coming back to the WWE. You know, she's she's the we they rebranded her, and everybody was thinking that she's going to be this dark character, and she's going to be part of the the uh, the the uh, Firefly Funhouse, and they were 100% wrong. She came back last Monday as the quote-unquote uh, female lover of Lana, which is adding more to this love list with Lana and Rusev and Bobby Lashley and I gotta say, I thought it was freaking awesome. <laughs> well, Jonesy, I'm not one to try to stir the pot, but Uh-oh. I'm going to. I'm going to because that's what I do best. I didn't necessarily have that big of an issue with it. What I had a bigger issue with was some of the hypocrisy in the reaction that we saw to that situation. Yep. Joey freaking Ryan. King Dong <laughs> himself. Now <laughs> I've seen Joey Ryan I've seen Joey Joey Ryan on three separate occasions, uh, twice at one location and then once at another. And don't even get me going on him doing the exact same shtick every single place he goes. Uh, sometimes doing the exact same shtick two or three times in a row to the same places that he goes within the same calendar year. What I mean is he's always going to stick the lollipop in the kid's mouth on the front row. He's always going to pull it out of his pants. He's always going to try to get the other guy to touch his dick. Here's the thing, Joe. For him to have a problem with them using a lesbian angle, it just it's, it's beyond me. I don't understand it. It sounds like straight-up hypocrisy. And I feel like people just want to sound like they're more progressive than everybody else. You know what, Joey Ryan? You don't have any room to talk, bro, because you've taken sexuality and made it a gimmick. So if the WWE wants to use it, let them use it. You, my man, are by no stretch of the imagination the barometer on morality. I don't want to hear from you. If somebody else, Reverend Ron Hunt wants to come on and say something, okay. John Cena wants to come on and say something, okay. But Joey freaking Ryan? I mean, come on, bro. It's like Jim Cornette coming on and trying to correct people for not being politically correct. I mean, give me a effing break. Joey freaking Ryan. And this is a year where... This stuff has been at the at the very top of everybody's conversation, right? The sexuality thing in wrestling. People have argued about Nyla Rose, one of the biggest stories of the year. We are doing a year in review show after all. And I'll tell you what, bro, I just saw AEW from last night. I saw it today. And I still don't feel comfortable watching Nyla Rose throw around a bunch of women and landing on top of them and, and coming off the top rope. I mean, she's her body size and mind are fairly similar. So leave the sexuality thing to the side for just a moment. It makes me a little uncomfortable to see a grown man who dresses as a woman, respectfully, in there fighting with a bunch of girls. 
So this has been a topic that has been a hot one all throughout 2019, and I'm sure that with Sonny Kiss and with Sonya Deville and now with Liv Morgan and Lana, it's going to continue to be a topic of conversation in 2020, which I'm cool with it, bro. Things are going to happen. Things are going to evolve. It is what it is. But for Joey freaking Ryan to have an opinion about it and to act all offended and high and mighty, man, what would the kids say? G-T-F-O-H. Get the f*** out of here with that. <laughs> Get out of here, Joey Ryan. You <laughs> oh, my goodness. Nobody's buying it. Nobody's buying it, Josie. Well, that's definitely been something that's been a huge topic of conversation in 2019, man. And, uh, and we're not afraid to talk about it here on the Wrestle Talk podcast because that's that's how we get down, guys. I know, I know, it's not politically correct, but we're not either, man. We're just regular people, and this is what guys talk about when they're sitting around drinking beer, chatting about wrestling. It is what it is. You ain't gotta like it. That's true. That is did, did definitely I go true. Off, did I go too off track, Jonesy? I'm sorry. You know I do that sometimes. No, no, you are, you are totally, totally. Uh, 100%. Uh, now, I do have a little bit of uh, breaking news, so allow me to, uh, to hit this breaking news, sir. Okay, so, after an exhausting year of nonstop touring to defend his WWE Championship on a nightly basis against all challengers, Brock Lesnar has resolved to take more personal time in 2000. And 20, Lesnar used New Year's Eve as a chance to reflect in the past year, in a year that, in his case, included 323 title defenses and 174 make-a-wish visits, including one ill-fated one and an initiative positive change for the coming year. He says he just needs more him time. He says that he's been working so hard and defending his title so much that he's going to slow down his book schedule. So what do you think what? about Brock Lesnar? Fucking bullshit! <laughs> Wait a minute. So Brock Lesnar's going to be taking more time off? Come on, man. Well, yeah, you I mean, you know, serious, he, he had 364 title defenses in one year. So, yeah, I mean, frankly... <laughs> Man, you must be out your damn mind. <laughs> bro, That that's crazy, bro. I'm not buying that for one second. Where the hell did you pull that story from, bro? K-Fave News. You should know this by now. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, yes. The infamous K-Fave News. <laughs> My goodness, bro. Well, you know what? <clears throat> Why don't you go ahead and hit that breaking news drop for me, and then we'll start getting in through some of these callers. All right, guys, again. We still got room for you. If you don't call early, you might have a hard time getting on. I don't even care if you're calling to talk about the FWWC. Dial that number right now, 657-383-1521. Call in now and make it count. A little bit more breaking news for you guys here tonight on the Wrestle Talk Podcast, episode 279, with yours truly tonight, out, my man Nightmare Jones. And here's the breaking news. The breaking news that within the next two weeks, the WrestleTalk podcast will officially be changing dates once again. And what that means is, all last year, pretty much, 
we were Wednesdays. Towards the end of the year, we switched to Thursdays because of the holiday, right? New Year's was on Wednesday, and, uh, and of course, um, Christmas was on Wednesday. Christmas, New Year's was on Wednesday. So we did them on Thursday, but moving forward, we're actually going to be moving to Tuesdays. Now, this will accommodate Nightmare Jones continuing to be a part of the show because now I want, I want the cheers to get ready. I want people to get excited about this because it's a big deal. Jonesy, believe it or not, folks, despite as many limitations, Jonesy was recently promoted at his job. Can we get a little round of applause for that? Chip Cheerio, sir. Chip Cheerio. 
I'm sorry, it's just I'm calling you from the future, so the reception is a little bad. Hey, man, you but, still got cricket in the future, bro? You got cricket? You got cricket? Oh, no, no, <laughs> never mind, no. Never mind, never mind. that, never mind that. What's, what's on your mind, Diablo? I'm starting to get a little intimidated. Well, sir, there's actually a lot on my mind. First off, okay. Jonesy, I'm a little upset that I did not get my intro music. But I'm going to intro. let you get a pass on that one. No, wait, wait. We do have we do have the intro music. Can we can we hit that real quick, intern Timmy? Can we hit it? Okay, here it here it is. I'm too sexy for my love. <laughs> too sexy for my love. Love's going to leave. <laughs> okay, wait. Uh, is that not it, Diablo? I'm so, bro. I'm, Listen, it's a year of review show. We we got we things are all screwy over here. If that wasn't it, we'll we'll load up your music for the next one. But I think that fits you pretty well. I don't know about you. <laughs> In turn, Timmy, I I accept that intro. Actually, that gave me quite the difficulty. <laughs> so thank you. Hey, the devil the devil likes the intro. I'm down with that. <laughs> Why, yes, I am. A huge part in sex, I will give you that. But let's get back to the main <laughs> message. Everybody knows – oh, well, first, hold on. Before I get too far along with myself, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my brothers at the KCXW, to all my brothers at the RAW, and so on and so forth. Cool. Appreciate the shout-out, man. But now. To the FWWC, I'm not quite sure if everybody has seen anything that I've posted. I'm a little bit offended because I'm over here trying to get everyone's attention, but apparently everybody's asleep or working or hiding or running. And so I have a few people to address while I'm here. All right. Please go go ahead. I don't know if I should bring them up because I don't even know if they are relevant at all. But Red Rum and Dark Lotus, I have a bone to pick with the both of you. Now you send your stupid little threats, which I could barely hear ever. But I promise you, come the Royal Rumble, I will have your faces in my hands. But that's enough with them, because like I said, I don't feel like they're even relevant enough to be talking about. But, Mr. Night Owl, I hear somebody has been looking for somebody who's been hiding, so I'd like to interject myself, if I may. Yes, and, and I am getting some feedback from Timmy that we got good, clear audio. We just need you to speak up just a little bit more, Diablo, just, just a little bit. Okay. Can you hear me now? Oh, that sounds much better. Thank you. Thank you. Please please continue. So the first message about Red Rum and Dark Lotus was irrelevant, so I'm not even going to repeat myself. But there is one person that I do have in mind. You see, I've been seeing a couple of promos. Well, first, I've been seeing a couple promos here and there. One person hides his face. The other person takes 
quite some time to post. I hear he's a part-timer, and I hear that he's frowned upon. But I like his name. I love his name at that. So, Mr. Theory, Mr. Theoretic, if you can hear me, if you are listening, if any of his friends are listening, please tell him I am here waiting to hear from him. Hmm. Hey, somebody tag Theory on the thread on the Facebook live feed. You know he always he always wants to know what people are talking about him. And by the way, Diablo, uh, Red Rum is on the Facebook live feed, and he says you're a joke, and he just asked me for the number so he can come back and fire some shots off. So trust me, we about to see some action. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you guys see the little video of him catching me slipping? It was quite hilarious, if you ask me. Very entertaining. Very entertaining. Uh, I know you're one of the new so, upcoming rookies. But just real quick, i got to ask you this question. You're one of the new upcoming rookies in the FWC. we got to pick them tomorrow night. Do you have any expectations of being drafted? And if so, do you expect to go to the red brand or the blue brand? Well, I have caught word in the locker room whenever – me and the Devil's Dynasty up here and, you know, check things out when we have time. And I must say, it sounds like there is a huge argument going on in the locker room on where I shall end up. But that is why I need to ask you, Night Owl. Between me and Red Room, if nobody's even going to draft him, who's really the joke here? But if I had a choice, I must say, red is my favorite color. Woo, 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 ladies and gentlemen. El Diablo coming in and firing some shots. Diablo, don't go anywhere. We're going to get back to you in just a couple of minutes. But we want to make sure that we sprinkle in the FWWC throughout the remainder of the show. So hang tight. And I got a couple other people that want to come on, and we're going to go ahead and do that. But, Jonesy, we have to continue with the conversation of 2019 for the Wrestle Talk podcast, bro. I know you got a lot of, a long list of things and people that we talked to in 2019 that you wanted to rehash a little bit, man. So why don't you pull from those notes? Let's have a little bit of conversation before we jump into the next caller. Oh, absolutely. I mean, 2019 has been huge for the Wrestle Talk podcast. I mean, we've had people on such as Nick Second Taylor who wants to come back onto the podcast. Madman Max, who wants to come back That's onto right. the podcast. David McLean from Women of Wrestling. Awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. The Bill City Bruiser. The Jim Nasty Boys, your favorite tag team. Mark Adam Haggerty, who has just been announced as the main announcer for MLW. Isn't that Kenny crazy? Alfonso, Mr. Alexander, Christopher Adams, Danny Duggan, Chris Slade, Matt Light, Nick Chin, Primetime Amy Lee, which every time Primetime Amy Lee comes on, we have to put out the parental advisory because (laughs) the lady cusses like a sailor. But it's the absolute amazing thing that we've ever done. You know, like... Uh, Bob McGee, John Cosper, Doug Rafferty, he wants to come back onto the podcast. Selena Del Venta from 
uh, MLW, Superstar Bill Dundee, Stepstool Celia, Demarius Jones. That's just to name a few. That's just to name a few that have come on to the Wrestle Talk podcast. I mean, and, and if I want to, I could go back to 2018, but we're not going to do that. So, I mean, you know, just the, the list of names that we've had on the podcast just this year has been absolutely amazing. Um, I would have to say my favorite interview that we had done in 2019 would probably have to be my favorite person and your favorite person, the Volatile Curtis Wild. Oh, come on, man. Seriously, bro? Stop it. I don't even want to talk about Curtis Wild right now. I'm actually kind of offended because when he came on, I was like, I asked him a couple political questions because, you know, like we're wrestle talk and we talk about, you know, whatever. <laughs> And he's like, oh no no no! I, I, this is this is about wrestling. I don't I don't want to talk about politics. And then you go on his wrestler page, Curtis Wild Pro Wrestler, and it's like Bernie this, Bernie that, like every <laughs> other freaking post. And I'm like, I'm like, come on, bro! I'm like, what are you? Uh, you listen, I, I got my stance is firm, but I'm not the most knowledgeable guy on the planet. You probably could have crushed me if you wanted to, seeing as you're running for you know DNC or whatever it is that he does, bro. He could have smashed me, bro, and he chickened out. He chickened out, but you know, it's Curtis Wilde. That's what he does. He he runs away, he gets scared, and he hides behind that beautiful redhead wife of his, man. So, whatever, Curtis Wilde. If you want to come back and go toe-to-toe with the night out, I don't care if it's wrestling, trivia, I don't care. If, if it's a debate, let's do it, baby. You know where I'm at, 657-383-1521. And by the way, I heard Theory is calling. This is going to be good. It's going to be real good. But, Jonesy, uh, before we bring on any other callers, uh, I did have a couple of quick things that I wanted to bring up to you, which was very exciting. So right before the end of the year, one of the coolest things happened that nobody knows about. Why any, nobody knows about it, I have no idea. ICP has returned to professional wrestling. Now, you as a juggalo, I thought you would have been all over this story, but that's right. In Cleveland, Ohio, at AIW Wrestling on the 27th, just a couple of days ago, ICP returned to professional wrestling. Let me ask you this question. How cool is that? And would you like to see them more involved in the world of professional wrestling come 2020? Because I know there's a lot of juggalos that peep the show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, ICP in professional wrestling has always been... You know, something, it hasn't always been the greatest, but it's been definitely memorable. When they were in the WWF, they were very, very memorable. They were with the oddities. They came out doing their, their music, and then they went to WCW, and, and they, they, they they were with Bam, 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 Pilo, and, you know, they, they, they wrestled a bunch there, and then they, they, they started their own wrestling promotion, Juggalo Championship Wrestling, and, you know, that has been going on, like, since at least over 10, 15 years. So, you know, the ICP is definitely no strangers to the world of professional wrestling. Hell, they even have their own video games, Backyard Wrestling. <laughs> they do. So, you they know. do. And you know what? 
speaking speaking of 2019 and going back to some of our favorite interviews, man, during the month of November, we were absolutely on fire. Yes, we had uh, Jim Duggan lined up, and that fell through. And, yes, we had uh, Sid Justice uh, lined up, and that fell through. And if y'all thought we were going to talk about that in the year-end review show, though, you're sadly mistaken because our failures are a part of our victories. And that's something that I've talked to my friend Curtis about uh, quite a bit in, in, in our dealings with the FWWC. We, we've taken failures and turned them into successes. And that's why he's been successful. That's why Marcus has been successful. But when I think about all that, bro, I think about our boy Chewy Martinez. And when you talk about making sure you put a disclaimer out when you're doing an interview, like you do for Amy Lee, Chewy Martinez is the same guy. Because he came on and he was trashing everybody. He said, F rude boy. And I said, do you mean rude boy or Rudy boy? He said, F both of them. (laughs) Yo, he didn't give a damn. I love him so much. And by the way, he was a former uh, uh, Juggalo Pro Wrestling champion, but he had a falling out with them. So when you met, when, when we started talking about Juggalos and ICP, man, I immediately thought back to the interview with Chewy Martinez, which, by the way, yeah. uh, I'm going to go ahead and get up for a second because uh, I want to show this uh, to the folks on the Facebook Live. I got a gift from Chewy Martinez. I want to show it to you guys. When he was uh, at XWE, shout out to Billy Simmons and Mr. Curtis. Uh, got a huge show coming up for them in Pittsburgh on Saturday. Pittsburgh, Kansas, that is. He gave me this as a gift. You see that? Come and take it. You see that? And it's a picture of a fatty with a plant. I don't know if you guys can see this very well. But I got this gift right here from my boy Chewy Martinez. I thought it was super duper dope. Pun intended. <laughs> but it's such a cool gift that I got from him. And I know my homies are going to dig that. So shout out to Chewy Martinez. I don't know if that was my 100% favorite uh, interview of the year, Jonesy. But it's definitely one of my favorite interviews of the year. De- definitely, definitely one of my favorites, man. He he was a total stud. He was a great performer. And it only took him about 15 seconds to piss off every single last person in you know, you know why? Because we were in this little town called Salina, Kansas, which is where uh, XWE runs their shows, bro. And immediately he came out and he's like, he's like, the only thing I like about this shitty town is the name because it sounds like Selena. So anybody who's ever seen the movie Selena from back in the day, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Shout out to the boy Chewy Martinez. Good dude. Hell of a drinker. But don't piss him off because he will knock your ass out. I love that dude, man. That was one of my favorite interviews of the year. I just wanted to show that to the fan, but please continue, Josie. Absolutely. Well, you know what? We'll be, we're definitely going to continue, but we do have a All couple right. callers. Okay, let's As do a matter that. Of fact, what do you want to get into? Let's go ahead and get into this caller who he was called out earlier uh, by uh, this El Diablo. Hey, and, and I don't know what's wrong with this guy because uh, this gentleman was about to bring. Yes, this, this I don't know what's wrong with El Diablo because this person was about to come on is not somebody that you want to get involved with in a promo war because I can almost guarantee you that you will lose, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Theory, what's going on, Theory? Look. How are you doing, sir? Uh, just speak up, Theory. Just speak up, baby. That's all I'm going to ask you for. Just just speak up. What do you got? 
How yes, you doing, sir? Nightmare Jones? How you doing, Tony? Are you doing good? Can great. you hear me out there? Yes, Pretty sir. Good. Can you hear me? Now, now, now so, so uh, recently you have been in this war with uh, with one of the, the the guys that was talking about how he he was one of the the better promoers in the FWWC. Didn't care he what he three said. Uh, one uh, Remy Rick in three can promos. You tell us about all right, wait, time out. Time out. Every, hey, wait a minute. Everybody in their corners. All right, number one, Fury, you got to let Josie get his question out. Number two, both of y'all got to speak the hell up. Hold on. Go ahead, Josie. Can you so hear me now? Basically I, yes. Basically, what I wanted to know was, what is the deal with you and Remy Rich? He quit. In three promos, one, two, three. Uh, I called him the clear eyes guy. He got offended. He quit. Somebody said he was a battle rapper, so I, so I went that direction. He quit. You know, I promoted my job. He quit. And now I got this. What? El Diablo. I need a disclaimer for these. This. No, 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 no. We have three scary movie rejects. Uh, we got the fake-ass Jason, uh, the fake-ass Michael Myers, and we got the fake-ass <laughs> Freddy Cougar. Like, don't they know that stables don't last? <laughs> Who are these dudes? You know, I, I, I well, don't listen, get... I got a question. I, I got a question. Okay. And, and listen, I, I know okay. you're about to go in on Diablo, and he's listening. He's actually on hold right now, okay? But here's what I got to ask you, bro, and this is totally outside of FWWC because this is our year-in-review show. A couple of months ago, we had a gentleman by the name of Nelson Atkins on the show. A lot of our listeners are going <laughs> to recognize him more by a lot. Of, a lot of our listeners are going to uh, recognize him more by the name Camaro Jack. Camaro Jack. Okay, that's right. Him coming on the show was very, very important to you. So much so that you made uh, a point to make sure that you called in that day. Can you tell us a little bit about what that relationship is and why it meant you, why it meant so much to you when Camaro Jackson captured the D1 championship at Dynamo Pro Wrestling? Because uh, Camaro Jackson or Nelson Atkins, brother Nelson Atkins, uh, 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 he is my fraternity brother. Um, I met him in, in a 2014 at a UMKC. And all he talked about was being a professional wrestler. Like, you have you ever met somebody and they got it, and you can't explain it, but it bounces off the wall? That is Nelson Atkins. Yes. And, and I promised him, hey, when you have your first match, I'm going to be there. And I was there, made a sign, had a slogan, switching the overdrive, because I believed in him. You know, I brought him to the FWWC so he can get his promo game up, because I believed in in Camaro Jackson. Uh, wherever he goes, he's going to light fire to that place. That's why it was so special for me to call in because it is it is not every day you get to see somebody get it out the mud, as I would say. It's it's not every day. So so to watch him grow, watch him blossom, it it, it is a beautiful thing to, to uh, behold. So, so whenever, whenever he gets to one of these big brands, He's gonna light it up. I'm I'm just ready to buy the t-shirt. Hey, hey, listen, I can point you in the right direction, bro. He's already got t-shirts up at Pro Wrestling Tees. 
Uh, and you can just hit him up directly. But listen, Theory, last bit of business, brother. Wrestle Talk Podcast has been around for, for a couple of years now. This is the end of 2019. Do you have any words of encouragement for us? And you got any shots you want to fire off uh, to El Diablo, who went out of his way to call you out just a couple of minutes ago? So, so away from the FWWC wrestling group, I say cheese pizza is boring like bad sex. And I believe that I haven't seen anything worthy from any of them dudes. Hell, and I take all three of them at the same time because they are all boring. This is Voorhees Crystal Lake. I am El Diablo what? I've seen the devil. I mean, I've been deployed twice, so there's nothing that you can do to scare me. Are you done? Are you finished? Like, I mean, we could do this all day. We can... We can promo from uh, now until the end of time when I meet Jesus. You still won't be better than me. I, I will make you walk my chalk line, boy. So so if you want a piece of theory, I, am, I was one call away. And trust me, word travels fast. So if you want a piece of theory, you can have a piece of theory, but you can only have a piece of theory at a pay-per-view. Ooh, I want to spotlight your stupidity. You like to make that really, really bad decisions, El Diablo? See, I said your name. Oh, there was a couple of people that I didn't even say their name until it was time for you to kick their ass. So there's a luxury oh, oh, that I said oh, your oh. name. Woo! So make wise decisions one. before I put you down. It's okay. I'll put him down for you, though. And don't run. Don't be Remy Ricks. See, I said his name, too. And uh, he was a scared punk bitch after three promos. Whoa. Don't get killed. Don't, no, you don't want none of this. I warned you. So there's warning before destruction. So now let me, now let me, as a old school guy, born in the 80s, grew up in the 90s, get that belt and whoop your ass. There you go. There you go. That was was, was speaking theory. Wow. Wow. What? What? An amazing guy. Go ahead, Joe. So... Um, we're going to go ahead and get, uh, continue with this year-end review because we have a very special person on the line right now. And it's somebody that, that, that you and I both know very, very well. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Herb Simmons. What's going on, Mr. Simmons? Hey, guys. How you doing? I just wanted to pop on here and... Uh... Thank you guys for 2019 with all the great shows you guys have put together. And I know 2020 is going to be a banner year for you guys because uh, you guys are where it's at. I'm telling you, uh, all the latest in the uh, professional wrestling business is right here on your show. Hey, you know what? I, I tell you what, as long as we have wrestlers that come from your promotion, we were going to be on top of all the other podcasts because your promotion is where it's at, too. Well, and, uh, you know, we like to say we're the old school, and uh, I think we've proven that now. Uh, next month will be my 47th year, and uh, we're uh, we're moving strong already. Uh, we've got over 30 shows booked for this year between us and the South Broadway Athletic Club. And uh, uh, But it's, it's like yeah, the shows that you guys have got, the uh, number one show out there that keeps all of our fans uh, up to date on all the latest, uh, whatever style wrestling uh, they like, and uh, they can always get all that information right here with you guys. That is well, true. Well, you're, you're absolutely right. And you know what? 
we break news from time to time here on the Russell Talk podcast, even though it's a even if it's occasionally a little bit incorrect. So allow me once again to apologize, uh, Herb. You are being inducted into the Hall of Fame, the Midwest Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, and and from my understanding is that you guys have well over 20 shows planned for this year in 2020. I wanted to share some breaking news with you because I think you'll appreciate this. The the boys in the Wrestle Talk podcast, we're gonna we're gonna jump in the low rider this year and we're gonna make that trip out west and we're hoping to be able to run into you and many more of our friends out at the Cauliflower Alley Club a reunion this year. It'll be our very first year, uh, and we're very excited because we've heard you come on and talk about the reunion so many times and I think it's about dang time that we made it happen. The other thing that I wanted to mention, and this is something that I really took to heart when you mentioned it on one of our broadcasts. Uh, we use the word independent, independent, independent a lot. And you said, guys, stop using the word independent. It's outdated. It doesn't, it, it doesn't apply anymore. So I wanted to, to ask you, mano to mano, where does that philosophy come from? And not that you're necessarily down on the word, but why do you think it's important that we start moving away from it? Well, the word independent was something like uh, that came back uh, many, many years ago, uh, way before uh, my 46 years in it. And I have always tried to stay away from it because I feel that the uh, men and women that uh, have the intestinal fortitude to put on a pair of boots and uh, tights and get in that ring just because they're not on one of the major uh, federations, whether it be WWE, TNA, whoever's out there now, the few that are left, they are still going out there taking the bumps and bruises. They're busting their butts off each and every time they get in that squared circle. Uh, so they shouldn't consider themselves an independent uh, uh, marketing person. They are wrestlers. They are professional wrestlers. Uh, I get tired when I hear people say, well, it's the minor league. I guarantee you, everybody in my locker room, um, all of them can go out there and do just as great a job as anybody else that you're watching on Monday Night Raw or Tuesday Night whatever or Wednesday Night whatever. There's so much damn television wrestling on nowadays, it's hard to keep up with it. Uh, <laughs> so I've, I've taken the independent uh, word uh, out of it because I think it's disrespectful for the men and women that's out there that's doing it. Uh, yeah, they're, they're maybe not making a living doing it, but they're following their dreams. A lot of them have caught that dream. And a lot of them is, uh, is, is went on. Uh, uh, and we always use Randy Orton as a prime example. Had his first professional match there at South Broadway Athletic Club. Um, and wow. look at him now. Um, and uh, Headlining great, great everywhere. Talent. Yes. You know, we got guys in our locker room. Gary Jackson worked for WWF, worked for WCW, then all over Ron Powers, Flash Flanagan, people like that in our locker room. Uh, never one day that I would I, I wouldn't even insult them by calling them an independent wrestler. So I would just ask that all the men and women that are out there busting their butts each and every night they get in that ring. You're not independent. You may be. You may feel like you're independent. You may feel like you're in the minor leagues. Step up that ladder and say, Hey, I'm a professional wrestler. If you want some, come get some. There you go. Absolutely wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Herb. I really appreciate that insight and that honesty. And I did want to let everybody know that just in a couple of weeks and within the next month or two, Tito Santana will be at SICW. Ron Simmons 
We'll be at SICW. And, Herb, let me tell you, every time you guys come up to Richmond, you make my day because that's only about an hour drive, an hour and some change from Kansas City. So we're more than happy to see you come on this side of the state, and we wish you guys uh, – yeah. uh, no, I'm sorry, that's, that's, that's World League, my mistake. What I'm saying is, I guess, I'd love to see you guys continue to travel outside of East Carondelet because more people need to see what SICW is doing. I know the good folks over there with Harley are doing it by coming to Richmond. My apology. I know you guys are starting to move around, going up to the fairgrounds. I would love nothing more than to see you guys make it to this side of the state because SICW is without a doubt something to behold. One of the best pro wrestling experiences I've ever had, period. And I've been to some incredible shows in my time. But SICW, the thing that you guys got going on down there, and the fact that Travis Cook is about to be banned for a year is just making my 2020 already hurt. Let me tell you right now, that is such a big deal to me. Let's go Flash Flanagan. That's all I got to say about yeah. that. Well, and you've seen what happened to Curtis Wild. Uh, he's uh, got the new look now. Uh, he lost that uh, long uh, hair look. And uh, so, I mean, uh, you know, there comes a time when you have to uh, grow up and put up and uh, – so, yeah, we're doing it, and uh, Ron Simmons will be joining us on uh, January the 11th at South Broadway Athletic Club, uh, and all I can say about that is, damn. And, uh, damn. Uh, and, <laughs> and you said Tito Santana, February the 15th in East Crondelet, and uh, May 2nd, our big show at the Belclair Fairgrounds uh, grounds were in Belleville, Illinois, where I ran back in the late 70s and 80s, where we had the big uh, seven uh, WWE and all kinds of legends there last year. We've already got big, sexy Kevin Nash book for that. And we're real close to making another big announcement on another uh, uh, legend that will be joining us there. So a lot going on between us and South Broadway. Like I said, over 30 shows booked already, and the phones are ringing. So uh, we're we're looking ex- uh, excited, but we're really excited that you guys just keep plugging away and bringing all that great action uh, and the follow-up to all these matches. We really appreciate you. Well, Absolutely. thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. The, Larry, the legendary Herb Simmons of SICW, thank you for – taking a little bit of time and joining us in this uh, year and recap. Herb, thank you so much for being a part of the show. And I look to having a full, another full length interview with you sometime in 2020 as well, man. You have a great night. Thank you. Appreciate it. I still can't believe that. I still can't believe that they allowed Curtis Vow to get his hair cut. That beautiful hair and they allowed him to cut the, to get his hair cut. What Wonderful! Uh, <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, let's let's go ahead and get the next caller from the FWC. Wait, 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 time uh, out. Uh, wait, 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 time out. We can't what? do that, bro, we can't. Because we have more callers already loading up the phone lines, and I know you guys are not going to believe this, but it's already time for a break. So... Before we go to break, let me remind you guys, King Cade at the Oak Park Mall, our newest sponsors, we have a silent auction going right now for an autographed Ricky the, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat action figure, okay? Place your bid. The bid will be over at the end of January, and if you're the winner, you walk away with that thing, courtesy of the WrestleTalk podcast. Also, I want to thank everybody who supported the WrestleTalk podcast through 2019, We're going to talk a little bit more about some of the wonderful guests we had, and we're going to be talking a little bit more with the folks of the FWWC. And anybody out there who's either a fan of the show, a promoter, a worker, if you're a fan of not just us, but another promotion, or you just love wrestling on any level, whether it be kind of on the local level, international, national level, 
We want you to dial that number because we want to blow the phone lines up for hour number two. Jonesy, go ahead and tell Intern Timmy to cue up that music as we go into break because we will be back with hour two of episode 279, the WrestleTalk podcast with the Night Owl and your boy, Nightmare Jones. Absolutely. We're going to kick it off with a local artist in in, in my area, uh, Blair. That's B-L-4-R-E. Go to YouTube, look him up. He's got a couple albums out, amazing stuff. This song is called Impulse. What did you think of that song, Nida? What did you think? 
Bro, I thought that was fire, bro. That was a great song. What a great hour. Awesome recap so far of 2019, man. And let me tell you something. Getting the legendary Herb Simmons, who's been in the business for close to 50 years, to call into the show and spare us a few moments of his time, man, that basically just made my day, bro. I'm super happy. That was that was fantastic. Absolutely. It was. It's surely... So, Jonesy, I wanted yes. to do things a little bit different this time. And we are okay. going to get to the fine folks of the FWWC. But we got some business we need to handle. Because we have a good friend of ours who helps us with the show that wants to come on and not only kind of help recap 2019 with us, okay? He also is going to help us go one-on-one. You versus me in tonight's edition of the Wrestle Talk Podcast Game Show Challenge. The question is, sir, are you ready to go toe-to-toe with the night out, Nightmare Jones? You ready to go with me, bro? Let's go. Uh, do you asking me if I'm ready to go? Do you, you brush go your teeth every? Do you brush your teeth every day? Do you take a shower every day? Twice a day. Twice a day, bro. Okay. Twice a day. There's twice, your answer. Twice, twice a day, yeah. Once in the morning and once when I holler at you. Never mind. Never mind. I'm. I'm. I'm <laughs> we're not gonna go there right now. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Listen, we're gonna go ahead and do the Wrestle Talk Podcast Game Show Challenge right now. We're gonna jump back into some of the callers, and then we'll bring Luke Roberts back in to close the show with a bunch of big news about the CAC. He'll help us remember all the stuff that we should have remembered because we never do, and if it wasn't for Luke, we never would. <laughs> so, so we'll go ahead and make it there here in just a moment. But, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. A man that could never be referred to as the third wheel. No, this man is the oil that fuels the engine that is known as the Wrestle Talk Podcast. A man working behind the scenes like Alfred to make sure that Batman is always ready for battle. Ladies and gentlemen, Dynamo Pro Wrestling's very own, the wonderful Luke Skywalker Roberts. What's going on, Luke? All right. Well, gentlemen, I got to tell you right now, the first half of this uh, tonight's episode, episode 279, has been awesome. Again, 2019, without question, has been a great year for professional wrestling as well as, uh, I would say, the local scene as well. We talked a lot about different things. We've got the FWWC, and we got a lot of great stuff still to come. But, gentlemen, I'm going to tell you right now, I think tonight's Russell Talk podcast game show challenge topic, without question, is going to be one of the most unique competitions I think that we've ever had on the Game Show Challenge. And, guys, I'm going to tell you right now, let's not let the the listeners wait any longer. Let's go ahead. Intern Jimmy, if you got that music, it's time for the this uh, this week's installment of the WrestleTalk Podcast Game Show Challenge. Let's go, Timmy. <laughs> Installment of the world famous Wrestle Talk Podcast Game Show Challenge. Tonight's 
contestants are the Night Owl, Renee Martinez, and Nightmare Jones, Joe Lance. In a few moments, gentlemen, we're going to ask, and you know the rules, we're going to ask you three questions regarding a particular professional wrestling topic. If you know who the individual is that I am speaking of, make sure to shout out your answer. The first to win two out of three falls will win tonight's WrestleTalk Podcast Game Show Challenge. Gentlemen, as we all know, we're wrapping up 2019. We're talking about history-making matchups. We're talking about all the news that took place in professional wrestling in 2019. And tonight's WrestleTalk Podcast Game wait, wait Show a minute, Challenge wait a minute, topic. Wait a minute, Rob. Uh, Luke Roberts, Luke Skywalker. Can, can we pause a moment and, and just admire the perfect pour? I mean, I know that you guys are watching, and, and, and my replay folks, just go back and watch the video on Facebook Live or on YouTube. Look at the perfect pour in the WrestleTalk Podcast mug. In case you guys didn't know, the WrestleTalk Podcast mug makes your beer taste 17.5% better in a WrestleTalk Podcast mug. It lasts you a lifetime if you take care of it. Customize with your name on it for 20 bucks plus shipping. Hit us up, and somebody tonight, if you share it and you prove you shared it, somebody's going to get a free mug. I'm going to ship it to you on my own dime. So go ahead and share the broadcast, hit the thumbs up in the hearts, and you might be the lucky winner of a brand new Wrestle Talk podcast. But see, this thing is engraved. You guys hear that? Can you guys hear that? It's engraved. Perfect pour, though. Anybody who's watching, look at this. That means there's no foam on it. Anyway, enough of that. I'm, I'm deflecting. I'm ready. Jonesy, you're going down, baby. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back to the Wrestle Talk Podcast Game Show Challenge after that great commercial inter- announcement. Also, let you know, ladies and gentlemen, make it a point to check out WrestleTalkPodcast.com for one of those great mugs. Tonight, gentlemen, we talk about history-making events. We talk about professional wrestling matches that change the landscape of professional wrestling. And ladies and gentlemen, Nightmare Jones, Renee Martinez, tonight's Game Show Challenge is simply put, PWI match of the year. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you information about an individual who has climbed inside the squared circle and been recognized as a part of one of the matches recognized by Pro Wrestling Illustrated as a match of the year. So at this time, Nightmare Jones, are you ready? I'm ready. Renee Martinez, are you ready? Okay, okay, wait a minute. So you're asking me if I'm ready. You know, the question almost offends me. But but you know what? For that reason, ask me again. Are you ready, Night Owl? taken care of. Let's go ahead and get things started, gentlemen. Question number one. This gentleman has been recognized for the last two years alongside No. This gentleman has been recognized for the last two Seth Rollins. No. I'll go ahead and continue the question. This gentleman alongside Kazuchika Okada has been recognized for the past two years as having the match of the year according to Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. 
Renee Martinez is correct. Teddy Omega is the answer to question number one. Okay. The score right now is one fall to none in care of the night owl. Gentlemen, are we ready for question number two? Yep. Bobbles. All righty. Question number two. In 2016, this man was a part of the match of the year. He is also known as a 16-time world champion and a future WWE. John Cena. Ladies and gentlemen, it is two falls to none in favor of the Night Owl. John Cena is correct. Now, Joe, I got to ask you right now as it stands, you do you do understand, you are aware that right now, Renee Martinez has already won tonight's game show challenge. But I, I, I have to ask you, are you ready to go for question number three? Because if not, you will be swept in the debut episode of the 2020 Russell Talk Podcast Game Show Challenge. Are you ready? Yes. Joe, if you let <laughs> me right. sweep you, bro. Joe, if you let me sweep you, I'm going to put you in heels and put you on the corner, boy. You're going to be making me some money real quick. <laughs> All right, let's go, baby, number three. All right, here is the final question of tonight's installment of the world-famous Russell Talk Podcast Game Show Challenge. This man has competed in numerous legendary matchups. This player he also holds the no. He also holds the distinction from 2004 to 2010 of being a part Undertaker. of no, being a part of every PWI match of the year. He is also a two-time Okada. No. He is a two-time WWE Hall of Famer and most recently has been put in charge of NXT UK. Name him. Ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you this. One of these gentlemen answered correctly. One of them answered incorrectly. And I have to say, for the debut installment of the 2020 world-famous Russell Talk Podcast Game Show Challenge, the winner, by a score of three falls to none, is the Night Owl Renee Martinez. Shawn Michaels is correct. Hit my music, you freaking bum! Suck it, suck it, suck it! Yeah, baby, where's my music? No! Well, you heard it, ladies and 
You heard it, ladies and gentlemen. The Night Owl, Renee Martinez, starting off 2020 with a successful three falls to none sweep of Nightmare Jones, Joe Lance. <clears throat> Pardon me, gentlemen. I got to tell you right now, that was not the result I was expecting. I figured that it was going to be much closer, but that's okay because that's what we've grown to expect here as a part of the world-famous game show uh, challenge brought to you by the Wrestle Talk Podcast. Now, gentlemen, I know we've got a lot of people for the FWWC. we got a lot of people talking about professional wrestling, and this is a recap event to talk about all the great events in 2019. And i got to tell you right now, I can take just a moment. I have a few things on my mind as well. And a matter of fact, whoa, 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 I'm sitting here right now. Whoa, whoa. <clears throat> Skywalker, Skywalker, hold, hold on a second. Hold, hold your horses, big guy. Hold your horses. If it's okay with you, if time permits, we want to actually bring you back to close the show with some of those things. But, but that doesn't mean we're going to kick you to the curb just yet because there's a caller, and we're going to get to the FWWC. I got three FWWC callers on hold, and we're going to get back to them because they deserve just as much time as anybody else. They support the Wrestle Talk podcast just as much as anybody else. FWWC, if you're out there, go ahead and share the broadcast, man. Any wrestling groups that you guys are in, please do that. It means the world to us. We want to keep growing the show and we want to keep doing this for you. And by the way, anybody who shares, one of the people who shares today is going to be going home with a free Wrestle Talk podcast mug. That's right, courtesy of your boys over here at the Wrestle Talk podcast. But before, before we get back to the FWWC, there's one guy that we got to bring on who is as near a friend of yours as he is of mine. Intern Timmy, I want you to cue up the music for DJ Big Sexy STL. That's right, folks. Welcome back into the show. One of the biggest St. Louis Blues fans in the world. My brother from another mother, the one and only Chris Rodell. I'm too sexy for my love. Too sexy for my love, love's going to leave Chris, hey, hey, Chris, what up? What's going ha, on, sir? Joe got swept in the Purple Talk Challenge. <laughs> What a way to start 2020. Joe got slapped. set on fire so we're good to go we're, we're good to go but no i just wanted to call, I, I, I i honestly i just want to call in 
and say thank you for all that you do for the independent scene and and Dynamo Pro and but just the whole independent scene. You guys are a great a great resource, and I just wanted to say thank you and I love you guys. And 2020 is going to be just as big. No, no doubt about it. Hey, are the Blues winning the cup again or what, Chris? What's up? Hell yeah, we are. We're gonna go back to back, baby. You mean it? You mean it ain't my Florida Panthers? You mean it ain't my Panthers? No, 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 no. I didn't think so. No, no. <laughs> hey, real no. quick before you go, bro. Before you go, real quick, man. Uh, anything going on over at Dynamo Pro that the fans need to know about, real quick? Well, our next show is in February. Uh, okay. We might have another show in between then. Uh, we're working on that. So, Luke, okay. Luke's got you. Luke's got you figured out. Let me tell you. Okay. I don't know. If, I don't know if you did. You see the post that Luke made last night? Uh, to, I did, man. He got me. We were gonna ask him about that to close the show, man. I got all in my feels about that, man. Like, man, nobody puts things together on paper like Luke Roberts, man. And Skywalker let, let, is, is, say, is one of my guys. Twenty nineteen. I mean, my biggest thing was the loss of Keon Option. I mean, that's still. I know I know that it hits Luke to the bone, but <laughs> where 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 Keon is buried at Jefferson Barracks is like real close to where my dad is buried. So I it just it, it hits me in my soul. I love I loved Keon option. Keon was a great guy. Luke will attest to that. So it just just one of those things, Drop man. Down, I mean Drop down for life. I mean, I remember working with him a little bit with the whole Strapstone University thing, calling him. I was the first one to call him the valedictorian, and he was like, after the show, he's like, I really like that. We're, I think we're going to go with it. And that's, <laughs> yeah, but, you man. know, well, I, I'll tell you. I, go ahead, Chris. I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty cool guy, uh, so, you know. you know. Hey, are you, are, Renee, how excited are you about the Chiefs, the Chiefs in the playoffs? Well, listen, man, I'm very excited about the Chiefs, and I know that I haven't been able to convert you into a Chiefs fan just yet, but I know you like Patrick Mahomes, man. I'm excited. I think we got some big things going on. And, you know, when, when it comes to sports, uh, but football in particular, you got to have a little bit of luck on your side. Uh, and the fact that the Dolphins beat the Patriots and we beat the Chargers the same day to go from four to two, to me it says it may just be our year. I mean, shit, if Eli Manning can win two, I know we can win at least one. But I'm excited about that. But there's one last thing I wanted to talk to you about uh, before we moved on uh, to to one more caller before we get back to the FWWC. And you're gonna want to hang on for this next caller because this kid is somebody that I think you you you're gonna appreciate just the way we do, Chris. And that is um, it's so hard for me to bring this up, but uh, you brought up the loss of the valedictorian Keon Option. I I know for a lot of people that name rings a bell, but you know on a national international level. Uh, there's there's somebody else that we lost in 2019 that I think is going to ring a bell, um, and that gentleman's name is Harley Race. Um, oh God! You know you've been Dude. in this area for a long time, Chris. Uh, from a fan perspective, and I don't know if you ever had a chance to meet or work with him, but you are there in the St. Louis area, just maybe not an hour away from Troy, maybe less. What did the loss of Harley Race mean, not only to St. Louis, but the pro wrestling community as a whole, if, if you can, please. Dude, dude, Harley Race was like, is like the legend in the in the state of Missouri. I mean, when I start, when I was starting in the business, uh, 
I was just I was just a fan at the time, but he was in for the first ever MVWA Missouri State title uh, tournament, and uh, just seeing him in the ring and and <clears throat> I was there uh, at one of the night of their champions, and they brought in Ric Flair, so I was able to shake his hand and tell him how how much he's inspired everybody and. I mean, he is the ultimate bad guy. He's the ultimate tough guy in this in this business. So, I mean, his matches with Flair are five-star all around. Absolutely. Well, Chris, thank you so much for sharing that with us, man. I know somebody who's fairly close, um, you know, to, to kind of where Harley kind of stuck his, his flag in the ground would have a, a great perspective. And I think it's very similar to – to what many of us feel, man, just a huge loss, the ultimate tough guy. And, uh, you know, when we think about guys that are ultimate uh, uh, buddies, friends, and supporters, we always think of big, sexy STL Chris Rodell. But you know what, Renee, any final thoughts before we let you go, bro? Renee, before I go, it wasn't just Harley Race and Keon Option that passed away. We had two other pioneers in St. Louis, the Hollywood Stud and Big Bad Ben, who – started GCW, which eventually became Dynamo Pro Wrestling. So uh, I know Luke, Luke, didn't, Luke didn't always see eye to eye with Big Bad Ben, but in the years they buried their hatchet. And uh, if Big Bad Ben didn't start GCW, Dynamo Pro wouldn't be here. So you have, you have to think about that for the entire, the entire St. Louis area. So it just – you got to give the respect. 2019, 2020 is going to be bigger, and hopefully we don't lose as many of our legends that we did. Because it was on, it was on this day last year we lost Mean Gene Okerlund. So. Oh wow, wow, wow! Way to bring it full circle. Well, Chris, man, we love you to death. Hopefully, we get an opportunity to talk to you again in 2020, man. You take care of yourself out there. I right? stay warm. Uh, all right, brother. All right, brother. You guys stay out of trouble. And Joe, Joe. You got swept to start 2020. Got him. Got him. Chris, well, 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 tonight. Um. Anyways, uh, we we have another caller for the FWWC. It's somebody that that wants to be on the damn phone right now. Uh, caller, you. On the Russian Talk podcast with Joe and Renee. I had somebody else lined up for this spot. Who the hell is this? No, no, you know damn well who's on the phone right now. Oh, oh dear shit. God. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. The Rick Nasty, I got Drake Lee on hold right now. He's a very busy man, Rick Maverick. How dare you call and interrupt my show again? Where the hell have you been the last year anyway? I go wherever I damn well pleased to go. Lately, I've been hanging out just because I had to answer a favor in the FWWC, which actually upsets me. To think that you have an actual pro wrestler in the FWWC locker room and nobody wants to call me out. I had to do a promo, pull a name out of a hat to get any action there. So, I am here in the FWC on borrowed time so I can get some more bookings coming up in 2020. So, there's a big pay-per-view coming up for the FWC, and I need a challenger, Night Owl. Why, 
Why are you looking at me? I'm not a general manager. Rick Maverick, go take it up with, with uh, your old buddy, uh, Marcus Mayhem or, or, or Curtis Black. Why the hell are you talking to me about it? Because you know me and I, I'll pick a fight with anybody. And right now, I'm looking at your tubby ass to knuckle up and put you down. Have a good night.
uh, there's nothing better for 2019 than to watch Big Vic absolutely massacre Luke Roberts at the loading dock for Ride on the River when he was officiated. It was great. <laughs> it was like watching well, Matt listen, we... Truck hit a Prius. It was phenomenal. So I watch that on uh, every morning when I wake up. It gives me the inspiration I need to get up and, uh, and take the day by storm. Wow. I, for one, happen to really appreciate you, Drake. And listen, before we go any further into that, you did uh, participate in one of our featured interview segments earlier this year, or I should say last year in 2019. And we want to thank you for that because you helped make last year very, very special. You were one of over 100 guests that we had on the show last year. And as far as I'm concerned, you're definitely in the top ten. Drake, you're, you're, you're a hot up-and-coming superstar in the sport uh, here in the, uh, in the Midwest. I know WrestleTalk Podcast plays a very small part in making sure that we spread that love, that we spread the gospel of professional wrestling in the Midwest. Um, you've been involved recently, maybe for the last year, year and a half. What is your takeaway so far, having traveled to a, at least a couple of different promotions here in the Midwest and done some commentary work? Uh, how excited are you about your future and about pro wrestling in the Midwest as a whole? Yeah, so so real quick, um, before we go any further, just just the fact that I could be one of uh, 100 people on the show, I, I, I absolutely love it. So just the fact you had me on was just fantastic. I love talking with you guys. But, but th- this year alone has been one of the best years of my life. I just talked about it the other day, actually. I was, I was uh, brought in to do a little bit of a speech to, uh, to commemorate the uh, year and, and send us off some into 2020. So, um, you know, talking about that speech, I got to do so much and, and meet so many great people. But I'm just so excited because – I have the fortune of stepping in into this, you know, in, in this sport with, with just so much going on. We have, it's, a, it's just great to be in this, in this industry right now, no matter, no matter where you are in it. I mean, from, from a, a you know, a coverage side, from a, you know, a, a journalist to anyone to a, to a wrestler in the ring itself. I mean, this is just a perfect time with AEW on cable and you got WWE. I mean, it's just, it's helped me. Uh, get get doors open just from my my personal stuff too, just because wrestling's not foreign anymore. It's starting to become back in the mainstream, and we can all just be so happy for that. Not in my opinion, and just the places I've gone. Hell, I've been to to so many already, and and being out in Kansas with uh with Raw, that was just that with Royal Alliance Wrestling, that was just phenomenal. That was a great crowd. That's one of the ones I'll remember for for quite a long time. Um, and then Dynamo Pro, just the fact that they gave me what I needed to get going and, and the fact that, hell, we're just down in St. Louis lighting it up and, and taking it by storm right now. It's just I've been on a hell of a roller coaster ride and I've been on a hell of a tide with Dynamo and, and every promotion I've been in. So I'm just looking for, forward to 2020. And all I can tell you is that there's a couple of more jackets being made now because huh, I'm going to need them. Well, Drake, I'll tell you what. As young as you are, man, you have a very promising future in this business. We've been doing this for a long time, and there aren't many guys that have been in the business, um, you know, for such a short stint such as you have made such an impression on us here on the show. Uh, we're grateful that you made time for us, man, and we hope that we can bring you back in in 2020. You can recap us on everything that you've been getting done. Uh, between now and then, though, man, we wish you all the best of luck. We hope that you continue to travel. And we want to thank you for calling in, man, and showing us some love, man. This is our recap show. It's a big deal for us. And uh, we're trekking, man. We're 21 episodes away from 300, which is a huge milestone for anything, particularly a little pro wrestling podcast that Joe started about five years ago in his basement just for shits and giggles. Drake, you are the man. 
Guys, you can find this man, Drake Lee, on all social media platforms. He is one of the commentators for Dynamo Pro Wrestling, one of the best promotions in anywhere. I mean, you know what? In the, the, in, 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 in the damn Pro country. Dynamo Pro Wrestling is one of the best in the damn promotions, country. period. In it, the damn real country, quick, period. Before, before, before I go, I do want to make sure that this gets thrown out there for anyone paying attention to Dynamo, and they should because a lot of great stuff happening. If Luke Roberts recaps New Year's Brawl, and he goes through it, I don't know if he has already, but when he goes through it, if the snitch would have won the way Serge did with a low blow, he would have been screaming bloody murder. I just want to throw that out there. So, anyway, good night. Thank you for letting me be a part of 2019. You know, just just throwing out there that Roberts might be a little biased. Anyway, see you guys later. It's been so fun. <laughs> you know Ladies what? and gentlemen, the great Drake, Drake Lee. Go ahead, Joe. Any thoughts for Drake before Drake he goes? Drake is obviously a fan of the snitch. So, therefore, I am a fan of Drake Lee now. Really? Just really? Fucking bullshit! The snitch still <laughs> needs to get his title shot, sir. Still. Okay, but you know what? what? We don't have enough time in the day now? to go through the snitch situation. Seriously. You and the snitch, bro. What, what, what do you owe the guy money or something? My goodness, Joe. Seriously, you and the snitch, man. Every single time. I see the guy deserves his title shot that he still has not gotten. But anyways, let's continue. Well, Jonesy, let's go ahead and continue. And, you know, we had to cut a gentleman off a little bit earlier on in the show. His name is El Diablo. And he's got some stuff that he needs to finish getting off his chest because we heard Theory immediately call in and respond. We got Red Rum that's ready to come on and respond. And I believe we even have El Luchador and Voorhees ready to come on and give their thoughts as well. But let's go ahead and let the man finish again. Anybody who calls in, I'm just going to ask you, please don't have us on speakerphone. Please speak up like 10% louder than what you normally are. It's just the way that radio works. So speak up and be clear. Let's go ahead and bring him back in, ladies and gentlemen. El Diablo, you are live once again on the Rest Talk Podcast episode 279. I'm sorry. I had to have Lord Okami report to me what had happened. You see, once you guys were starting to introduce theory, I sort of dozed off. So, <laughs> now that I've been informed... Oh, wow. Now that I have been informed by Lord Okami, I have a little bit to talk to you about theory. First things first, I am a beast of mind games. And if you ask me, I've already won game number one. For you did say my name. But I have a test for you. Since you are not so boring as you claim, you see, I've been taking a look at your promos. And if you ask me, you're quite the cheetah. You see, I'm not very big on cussing for I have sinned for a countless amount of years. So, I would like to put you to the test. Give me any promo you want. Go ahead. Start a war. I love it. But my test for you is to not say one cuss word at all. Because I don't think you can do it. And as for Red Rum, who cares? He is irrelevant to me now. And I have bigger things planned for theory. 
my, wow. my, quite the challenge issued oh, by oh, a Diablo. Oh, and we'll oh, make sure oh, Theory gets that oh, message, won't we, Jonesy? Wait, wait, oh, wait, oh, oh, I forgot one more thing. Since I'm so boring, please tell me if this is boring, Theory. I heard you bring, you brought up you being deployed. But I must tell you something about being deployed, my friend. You are just a boy. You see, the whole reason you got deployed is because you needed to learn how to be a man, which, if you ask me, is quite pathetic. Now, Mr. Nightow, if you would please let me have one last word with the entire FWWC. I will make it short. Uh... Please go ahead, sir. Join or beware. Join or be destroyed. And join before it's too late. This is an open invitation to all red band, blue brand, red and yellow, green, purple, and even all you free agents listening right now. I welcome you with open arms where we are all equal here. And all your wildest dreams will come true. I will see you soon, Mr. Theoretic. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was El Diablo. Oh, oh my goodness. Well, I, I, I can't talk about... with you. Go ahead, Josie. I, I got to let you finish your thoughts because I got to say something about El Diablo. I, I, go ahead. All I got to say is... Uh, He's opening a can of worms when he's messing with theory, and and now he's talking about his military life. Whoa, <laughs> this is gonna get Bro, ugly. And, and listen, and I'm not one that likes to bring this name up, but he also did release a promo with stuff about El Mata in it. So, listen. The devil may have a death wish. I don't know, bro. I've been here. I've been watching. I've been managing things for a long time. I don't think this kid really knows what he's getting himself into, but he sure talks a good game. I like it. He's got a lot of swag, baby. He's keeping it 1,000, and he sure as hell sounds like he's from, you know, another planet or another century or whatever the hell he said he's from. But this dude, I'm impressed. Let's just hope it's not just the 4th of July. Let's hope it's an explosion that's got a fire that burns for a long time. Because we've seen a lot of guys come in hot, baby, but we've seen all those guys flame out just as quickly. Longevity is key. Keep that in mind, Mr. Diablo. All right, that said, we have somebody who wants to respond. We have somebody who's got his own thoughts. And all I'm going to say is, speak the hell up, or you fun to be gone real quick. Ladies and gentlemen, for the very first time ever making an appearance here on the Wrestle Talk podcast, uh, also a member of the FWWC, a man simply known Thank you for inviting me. Welcome, Red Rum. Welcome. You see? What's on your mind? It's one thing I don't like is liars, cheats. One thing that El Diablo is is a liar, a cheat, and a fake. You see, he's going to be a one-hit wonder after I'm done with him. 
I've been making multiple and multiple threats to him, and he's just coming back with little innuendos. I just sit back and chuckle, and I laugh as me and Dark Lotus are going to tear Voorhees and El Diablo to shreds. I'm telling you this right now here on the podcast. It is a death wish for them. There is no escape from Red Rum and Dark Lotus. This is going to be a phenomenal match coming up in the Royal Rumble. It is all set in stone. The plot has been placed with their names on it. And this is no joke. This is no laughing matter. When I step in that 20 by 20 square circle, all hell is going to break loose. So El Diablo, you have the mind games. You have you have all the spunk right now. Why don't you fix your mask every five seconds as you're talking because your lips don't move. You're nothing but a peasant. You're nothing but scum on my shoe. And that's all I got to say about that. All right. Well, Red Rum, I'm not going to let you go. I'm not going to let you off the hook that easy. And I appreciate you coming in and making your statement. But I got to make, I got to, more or less, I got to ask this question. I was going to make a statement, but I got to ask a question. Okay? Feel free. I understand that you and some of the free agents are kind of beefing amongst yourselves. But I think what everybody's losing sight of is that we have a pick em tomorrow night. And in order to be picked up by a brand, you got to compete and win matches. The question is, have you had a taste of what it's like to be inside an FWW ring, an FWWC ring? And do you like it? And do you think you can be successful over the long haul? Only time will tell, and if I would like it, I would love it. I enjoy pain. I love torture. I love, I just love that because that's why I came to FWWC is to add to my body count. And with okay. that, Red Rum is gone. Wow, man, we got a lot of violent people coming in the FWC. I personally like it. I really, really do. We got time for about two more callers from the FWWC, maybe three. So if you're you're sitting there and you're on the fence about whether you should call in or not, may, make sure you dial that number. It's real easy, guys. 657-383-1521. If you want to call in, and be part of the show and have an opportunity to win a WrestleTalk podcast mug, dial that number. Be a caller. If you want an opportunity to win the mug, share the broadcast, especially if you share it into any wrestling groups that you might be in. That would mean a lot to us because we're covering all facets of pro wrestling here on the WrestleTalk podcast. Year end review, episode 279. Insert Timmy, go ahead and check those phone lines because I do believe we had somebody new pop up. 
Before we get there, we're going to talk to a guy who's been a longtime supporter of the Wrestle Talk podcast. Now, I know he could very well talk about FWWC, but I think the best thing to do with this individual is to talk to him about 2019 in the Wrestle Talk podcast. This man's won shirts. This man's won prizes. This man's had a lot of luck calling in and participating and contributing to the show. And we're grateful to him because he's been with us almost longer than anybody else. From the moment that I joined the show and started doing the FWWC, this guy was there showing support and showing love. So we want to talk to him about maybe some of his favorite interviews from 2019, why the WrestleTalk podcast is so important to him, if he's been at any of the events, and then if he's got any thoughts about the FWWC. Ladies and gentlemen, it's an honor and a pleasure to welcome in the one and only. I can't even, I can't even put into numbers how many belts this guy's won. I'm just going to go ahead and call him El Luchador de Kansas City. Welcome to the show, Assad. What's on your mind tonight, bro? Hey, how's it going, Joe and Renee? I want to say first and foremost, Happy New Year to everybody in this in this God-loving planet we call home. Oh man, absolutely, Luchador. We're happy to have you, man. You've been you've been uh, you've been real since day one, man. So let me go ahead and start off by asking you, bro. Do you have a favorite guest? on the Wrestle Talk podcast for 2019. Josie, I'm going to have you name off about 20, 30 of them if you can real quick. And we want, if, in case you can't think of one, because I know that you pretty much listen to every show, man, and we love you for that. Josie, why don't you go ahead and rattle off some of the, the guests that we've had on the show in uh, 2019. Okay, so so here is some of, of, of the guests. Mr. Contaylor, okay. Dan Max, Dave McLean, Bill City Bruiser, Jim Nasty Boys, Mark Adam Haggerty, Kenny Alfonso, Mr. Excitement, Christopher Adams, uh, Danny Duncan, mm-hmm. Chris Slade, Paul Michael Davis, Matt Light, Nick Chin, Primetime, Amy Lee, Bob McGee, John Classman, mm-hmm. Joey Brooks, Doug Rafferty, Selena De La Renta, Superstar. Right there, right there. What? Time out, time out. He said stop right there. He said stop right there. Well, go ahead. What do you got, Lucha? Hey, I just want to say, I don't know how you guys pulled it off, but listening to Selena De La Renta on the Wrestle Talk podcast 2019, that night was something else. I was listening to that entire interview from the beginning all the way to the very end. I mean, gosh, who knew that a that a woman like that would be would be so entertaining to listen to on one single night? That that was just amazing, you know. I mean, I I was watching it on my on YouTube. Then I then I had to go out for a little bit, and I had to listen to the rest on my phone. And it was just oh oh, it was so amazing. You know, that was just too awesome to hear from uh, Selena De La Renta that night. Man, that was a great interview. And you know what? Uh, it reminds me, bro. You know who we talked to? I believe it was that same night. It was uh, one of the gals from. Uh, wow, Women of Wrestling, which, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken, to start this year, I think it was the beginning of 2019, I actually got to speak to Jeannie Buss of the Los Angeles Lakers, who also happens to be the owner of Wow, Women of Wrestling. I think we had Sofia Lopez on that same night, and then a couple of weeks later, there's a little gal from Mexico in a mask that happens mm-hmm. to be the baddest thing going down at the NWA. Can anybody tell me what her name is? 
Thunder Rosa? That's right. Thunder Rosa in 2019, just a couple of weeks after Selena De Laurenta. So if you're a fan mm-hmm. of Lucha or Latinos, Latinos in wrestling or Latinas, that's what the Wrestle Talk podcast is doing. We're hitting it from all sides, baby. I'm glad you love that one, Luchador. Let me ask you this yeah. question, though. You go to all the Wrestle Talk podcast events. We had WrestleMania in 2019. We had SummerSlam yeah. Watch Party in 2019. Dude, we had mm-hmm. a bunch of great events. Can you give us at least one memory from one of your FWWC events uh, over at eSports? Oh, man. I, I, I think I remember one time in 2019 going to, uh, going to uh, not, not, uh, SummerSlam, I believe. Yeah, that was a good that was a good event that that one night. Especially and the then before that it was it was WrestleMania's watch party. That was pretty good too, you know. I mean, even though I was a late even though it was a late appearance, because you know, work obligations and stuff kind of kind of made me late for the show. But I was still there no matter what, you know. I managed to see the the main event take place between Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, and Rick Flair and uh, Charlotte Flair, who recently got married. Kim. The reason he got engaged to uh, Andrade, can you believe that? That's crazy. Anyway, yeah, that's you. Yeah, that. Hey, that that's that's another big tidbit from 2019, right? Charlotte Flair got engaged. Becky Lynch got engaged. Everybody wants to be married, and you know what? I'm one of the guys that enjoyed the fruits of marriage, at, like us, like the three of us on the line right now. So good for them. God bless them, man. Hopefully, it works out for all three of them, man. A lot of marriages. Uh-huh. Uh, who, who else got married? Uh, the Perfect Ten. The Perfect Ten got married to Peyton Royce, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. Also, mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley got married. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Forget that no. one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That Jerry, Spr- that Jerry Springer wedding was something else. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, real Lucha, let me ask you, man. Favorite pro wrestling moment in 2019, bro? Do you have one? Pro wrestling moment in 2019. Yeah. Oh, overall. Man. Overall, I just want to say it was a it was great that Billy Corgan decided to bring back the NWA the way it, the way it should have been. You know, the small studio and everything that kind of made me go back to when I was a kid watching watching uh, NWA WCW on Saturday nights on WTBS Superstation. Man, you know, every single week I look forward to watching it on YouTube, and you know I'm looking forward to seeing that to seeing the next the next pay per view event because I heard I heard recently that they decided to bring back the NWA's uh, television championship belt now. That is something else. I'm That's grateful for fresh. that. That's gonna be a good mm-hmm. one. All right, Lucha. Well, listen, we got a couple more callers that want to get on, and then we're gonna close it out with our brother Skywalker Luke Roberts. Man, we want to make sure we close out this year in review properly. Any final thoughts before we let you go? Uh, well, FWWC wise, you know, I've been uh, kind of been looking at the pages recently, and you know, I've seen these, uh, I guess you could say these fan polls or whatever. You know, kind of disappointed that nobody brought up me to any of the to any of those polls. Those polls they had like superstar of the year. They had uh, what? 
face of the I year mean, and saw, several of these other ones that I wasn't even I part saw, of. I mean, the only one that I got I mentioned saw, was just the tag team. Jesus, we right here, Jones. Can't you, you can't say the man, man's name right. You've been in the same company with him for 40 years. El, You're still calling him by his normal name. It's Luchador. Luchador, can, can, can I say something real quick? And I'm not going to be nasty. It's mm-hmm. not really that big of a deal. You know why? Because the whole poll was set up for the Saviors of Folk to win. You got Tank Westbrook getting his mommy to vote for him. I mean, <laughs> literally, he got his mother to come in to the FWWC and vote for him. So the votes were rigged from the beginning. So so you're not really missing out on anything. So don't beat yourself death about it. Pause. You said you said uh-huh. Tank had his mommy call in. Wait, pause. You said mommy had Tank had his mommy vote in the poll to help him win. Did you say that Nightmare Jones? That's exactly what I said. Pause. Pause. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I gotta say something. I gotta wait. I'm gonna let you continue. I gotta say something. There's a lot of heat right now in the FWWC, and I see the lords. I don't even know what they're called, right? El Diablo Voorhees and uh, Lord Aoki. Sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. I'm learning. Okay, I see La Familia here. Even the Casey Connection is here. Where the hell is the SOS? Where is Savior Saint? Where is Curtis Black? Where is Daniel Grimm? Where, where where are they? I mean, this is the recap show of 2019 for all of WrestleTalk, which is which includes an FWWC segment, but not one SOF member comments or calls in. And I don't understand it. It just it baffles me. They're very good. They're very successful. But it sounds like when it comes to actually having a battle almost face-to-face, which is kind of what we're doing here, no SOF. As a BOD member, I'm highly disappointed. That's all I'm going to say. Luchador, thank you for being a part of the show tonight, man. You have yourself a good night. Thank you, gentlemen. See you guys. See you guys next week. All right, next week. See ya. All right, guys. Well, uh, I'm getting kind of the dirty look from intern Timmy. Uh, we do have to close out the show. We've only got about 15 or 20 minutes left, but we're not going to leave anybody hanging on hold. So, for the next two callers, we're going to ask you to kind of expediate as much as you can. We're so sorry. It's just been one of those nights. You guys know I love you, okay? And we're going to go ahead and do the right thing by allowing the lady to come on first. Ladies and gentlemen, La Familia's very own former women's champion and one of the nastiest individuals. Don't get on this woman's wrong side. I'm telling you because you're going to pay for it. Things are definitely going to get hardcore if you don't behave yourself. And especially if your cornbread isn't cooked all the way in the middle. Ladies and gentlemen, Helen from the great state of Virginia, the one, the only, Hardcore Sid. Good evening, Night Owl. How are you doing? Sounds like you're still a little under the weather. Hey, yeah, I feel like crap. But you know what? It's episode 278. My man Jonesy's right here with me, and, you know, I couldn't miss this show for the world, especially since I was the one that made everyone work today. I didn't expect to be sick. (laughs) So the fact that I made us all work today, I wasn't going to be able to call off. So here I am. 
Well, hey, I hope you're feeling better soon, and you know, I hope you get better as things go along. You know, but I do. It's have all a good. I'll, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. My 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 wife will make me some dance, some menudo, tal vez una champurrado or something real good, and I'll be cool. But thank you so much for your concern. What's on your mind tonight? You know, I do have a quick question though. You know, I've noticed all these newcomers coming in. You know, like this Diablo fella and and the this okra dude or whatever his name is. And, okay. you know, the other guy, the red rum dude, whatever, you know, really, you're brand new to the group, and you come in, you start your own little faction there. Um, what are you doing? You know, you know, most guys come in, and they go after the ones that have been here to prove themselves. You guys come in and fight amongst yourselves. I mean, Really? I mean, and then when you do go after somebody who's been here, you go after Theory. Of all people, you go after Theory, the biggest guy in the group. I mean, you should start off small and work your way up, not go for the biggest guy right off the bat, because what you're going to do is burn yourselves out, and you're going to be a flash in the pan. It's happened before, and you guys are only going to prove it's going to happen again. And by the time we get halfway through 2020, Everybody's going to be saying okra who or red rum who. I mean, really, guys, come on. You really need to do your homework and pay attention. Okay, seriously. A stern warning. Hey, a very stern warning um, from somebody who's been here. for. Listen, sis, you've been here. You made some huge moves. And clearly, you've been a supporter of the Wrestle Talk podcast all throughout 2019. Not to divert you away from your point, we do want to give you a chance to recap, but you've been with us all year. You've listened to almost every show. You're always here supporting us. Can you possibly give us your favorite moment or favorite guest for the Wrestle Talk podcast in 2019? One of my favorites was Mad Max. I love him, and you know I've had a chance actually to meet him since he was a guest on on Wrestle Talk at a local show here, and he is just you know he's an awesome guy, and and I really hope that in 2020 we'll have him back on again, and you know there are some other local guys here, and and I I hope Nightmare Jones gets to work and gets them guys on too, uh, you know I know that Shane Malice was supposed to be on and he was unable to be here that night because of some issues with work and whatever. And I know there's a, a local guy here, Kevin Mears, and you know, I really hope that we'll see them come on this year and you know, I'm I'm pushing hard and I've met some of the big names at some of the local shows here, you know, um Shane Douglas. I met him not too long ago and you know, I was able to try and get some of his information and give it, get it over to Jonesy. And, you know, every time I meet somebody who I think would be a great guest, I get their info and get it over to Jonesy for you guys because that's what I do. And that's what I want to help you guys get some of the big names on if possible. And I would love to see awesome. the Wrestle Talk podcast have a lot of the great names on in 2020. Yeah, Mad Max Morrison was definitely one of the most badass guest we had all year. Uh, who was the guy that was from the metal band, Jonesy, that just came to my mind, bro? He was like, like a super big metal guy back in the mid-90s, and we had him on, bro. He's out from California. Uh, who the hell am I thinking Lord of, bro? Help Huma- me out. Lord, like Lord Humongous or something. He's like he's one of the guys from Gola. Yeah, bro. Lord Humongous, bro. He had 
over him. Who, ball-headed, goatee. You know what I'm talking about, bro? G-Raver. Yeah, G-Raver, bro. That's my homie, too, bro. Man, we had some dope-ass interviews in 2019. Well, Hardcore Sis, we want to go ahead and let you know that we love you and we appreciate you. you have any final thoughts for either the WrestleTalk family or the FWWC universe before we let you go? Yep. My only thought, my final thought is, you know, you, you said earlier that you need to stay on my good side. Well, you know what? This week, Curtis Black and Daniel Graham, you've gotten on my bad side. And Friday night, tomorrow night, I have to go against you, Daniel Graham, to become the number one contender for that hardcore title at Royal Rumble. I thought I had this match sewn up. Curtis Black always says, make your own opportunities. I made my opportunity. I had this match. And then Curtis Black pulled it out from under me and said, nope, you have to now go for it and own it another way. Okay, we're going to do it your way, Curtis. But when Hardcore Sis earns it, you have just signed the admission papers for Daniel Grimm to wind up in the hospital. Because Hardcore Sis is pissed, and Hardcore Sis is going to make sure that by Royal Rumble, that title's around my waist, and Daniel Grimm walks out of Royal Rumble with no titles around his waist, and he spends a few days at the local hospital. Have a good night, and bless your hearts. And that is how you close out an interview. My goodness, hardcore sis, not playing any games. Well, listen, guys, we got to get to Skywalker because he's got quite a bit of stuff that he wants to go over before we close out tonight's show. But I promise we get everybody in. Not going to leave anybody on hold today. So Voorhees resides Crystal Lake's very own baby. And I'm not talking about Jason Voorhees. Not nah, he's played out. He's no good. I'm talking about his brother, Mike Voorhees, who does his slaughtering in the FWWC. Voorhees, it's your time. What's on your mind? Red rum. I heard what you said this evening, and at the Royal Rumble, I'm going to rip your body parts off of you. My gosh. Voorhees, what's what's your issue with with Red Rub, man? Like, why has it gotten so personal between you guys and him? What, What the heck's going on? Red Rum should have never opened up his mouth about me. That was a fatal mistake that he made. And so at the Royal Rumble, I'm going to show him what pain, bloodshed, and destruction really means. And as for the Devil's Dynasty, like El Diablo said, you either join or beware. Join or be destroyed. And in my words, if you don't join, there will be pain, bloodshed, and destruction. And that does it for Voorhees, ladies and gentlemen. My goodness. Well, I didn't know their name before this interview started. And forgive me, it's the holiday season. 
But the Devil's Dynasty seems like they mean business. And I just, I say this, La Familia, KC Connection, SOF, don't take these young guys lightly. Because that's what everybody did with the Dream Team back in 92, and we all know what happened. Okay? So just be careful. These guys seem like they mean business. And as long as they're around for the long haul, I think they're going to be pretty successful here in the FWWC. Any any thoughts on those guys, Nightmare Jones? You've seen them come and go. You think they got any chance of sticking around and actually doing something? Um, as long as they stay in their own lane and don't try to take out La Familia. Because many groups have tried and every single one of them have failed. And they would just be the next group that would fail. I mean, I know you don't like La Familia, but you at least have to admit, many groups have tried to take out La Familia and each and every single one of them have failed. Yeah, Josie, I mean, but there's like 37 of y'all. I mean, what the hell are people supposed to do? I mean, seriously, bro. I mean, you know, come on, come on. You guys are like the NWO. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's 38 now. It's 38. There's, you, you are successful, and I can't take that away from you. I just don't like the means of success. How you get there is what I don't necessarily like. But all that said, folks, that go, we're going to go ahead and close out the FWWC stuff right there. For the uh, 2019 year in review, episode 279, uh, we've hit it pretty much from all angles today. And guess what? It's still it's still hot, and they want some more. <laughs> so so we're gonna go ahead and move into the last segment of the evening the evening by bringing back uh, somebody who is near and dear to my heart, a guy who contributes to the show more than any of you guys know. And by the way, we just hit a hundred comments tonight. Why are you guys not sharing? Who does? I mean, I got a free mug right here for y'all. All you got to do is share this thing, okay? Share it. I'm going to send you a free mug. It's that easy, okay? I'm going to pick one winner. Boom. It's that easy. You don't have to pay the shipping for it, okay? Share this broadcast, especially in professional wrestling groups, fan groups. That's where we want you guys to share it so people know all about the Wrestle Talk podcast. And by the way, I've never said this, but that, that, sign, that belt up there is signed by Rob Van Dam. That is legit, 100%. And the other side is signed by Rhino. You don't believe me? Come see me. Come see me, and I'll show you. No worries. But anyway, let's go ahead and bring him back on, folks. Our brother from another, Skywalker, Luke Roberts. Well, gentlemen, I got to tell you right now, this tonight's show has been nothing short of awesome. I know we already had some big news to share, but guys, I got to tell you right now, we kind of saved the best for last. I mean, we've got a a whole new other avenue to talk about in this war between uh, WWE and AEW. But, guys, I would be remiss right now. We've already talked about one big announcement, but we've got two more still to come. Do you mean to go ahead and, uh, how you say, spill the beans here on, on, on some of the great things that we have upcoming in 2020 here for the WrestleTalk podcast? Um, absolutely, but, but there is one thing I wanted to uh, uh, bring up and maybe get your, your thoughts. We had... Luke Roberts, we had Drake Lee on recently, and he made the comment that every morning he gets up and he watches a video of you getting beat up just to make his day brighter. Um, what is it with you and Drake Lee? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I will take nothing away 
from Drake Lee. Here's a man who's very quickly become a student of the game in Dynamo Pro Wrestling. He's very knowledgeable about things. But one thing that Drake Lee has to understand is that when it comes down to professional wrestling, this is in my first rodeo. I've been around pro wrestling a long time. I've grown up in professional wrestling. And if that's something that makes him feel all warm and fuzzy, that's great and good. That's his opinion. But I'm going to tell you right now, guys, in 2020, when you talk about Dynamo Pro Wrestling, Drake Lee is just one cog in the Dynamo Pro Media team. Like I said, we had Chris Rodell earlier on in the program talking about a lot of things Dynamo Pro related. I know for a fact I just got off the phone with him a couple days ago that hopefully in early 2020 our, our broadcast colleague Larry Nickel will hopefully be returning back to his spot in the Dynamo Pro Media Department. I know he's been battling a lot of things. Uh, had cancer earlier on in 2019. And again, get well soon, Larry. Um, but guys, I can tell you right now, as Chris alluded to, if Drake wants to have an issue with me, that's one thing. But you got to admit, the guy's got a good knowledge of things, and he better have a, a great knowledge of things because as Chris alluded to, and I was surprised that Chris Rodell didn't mention this because it's a blockbuster announcement. For those that weren't at Dynamo Pro's New Year's Brawl uh, last Saturday night, signed, sealed, and delivered for Saturday night, February 22nd, the Concordia Turner's Gymnasium, a man that you gentlemen are very familiar with. Matter of fact, I believe he was on last week, Sadie Blaze, longtime member of that Mo Pro roster, takes on Mikazi. Yeah, you heard me right. Sadie Blaze has signed to face Mikazi one-on-one on February 22nd at the whoa, Concordia whoa, Turner's Gymnasium. Wait just a damn minute. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> You're, okay. So let's clarify. Mikaze is not fighting Mikaze. Or I'm sorry, Sadie Blaze is not fighting Mikaze. Sadie Blaze no. is fighting a Mikaze impersonator, okay? Because we've talked to Sadie Blaze, uh, a Midwest, legendary Midwest professional wrestler, Sadie Blaze. And we know that there's somebody out there trying to make a mockery of the legacy that he's built over 20 years in the sport. And yes, Chris, we know there's another wrestle talk. This one started before that one, you ass wipe. Do your homework. Oh, well, there's only one. There's only one, and his name is Sadie Blaze. So whoever this imposter is better be ready because it's going to get ugly. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, gentlemen, that's one of the things at the, at the last event at New Year's Brawl. These two gentlemen, I don't know what it's going to take to settle this. I mean, again, this man has literally – He's taking a page out of Sadie Blaze's book. He he's hitting and he's hitting and running. He's literally appearing from the shadows. He's making his attacks. He's 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 doing his damage, and then he's escaping into the darkness, which is a which is a tactic very similar to Sadie Blaze. I'm not even going to remotely fib to that. But I'm going to tell you right now, a lot of wrestling fans were asking, "What are my thoughts about this upcoming matchup?" And I I agree with you wholeheartedly, Renee. It's going to be violent. It's going to be destructive. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm fearful. Dynamo Pro Wrestling always strives to bring the fans the best in professional wrestling. But this match has all the potential of being more than a war. I think this is going to be a violent bloodbath. Because I know that Sadie Blaze, like a lot of people, wants to know, who is the man that's stalking him? Who is the man that's desecrating the lineage of the Winter Destruction Mikazi? And, I, and like I said, I don't know how it's all going to play out, 
But one way to for sure is to be at the Concordia Turner Gymnasium on February 22nd when Dynamo Pro Wrestling returns to the Concordia Turner's Gymnasium. And guys, I'm going to tell you, 2019 has been awesome for Dynamo Pro. We want to thank the fans. But I also want to thank the fans, as Chris did earlier, the WrestleTalk podcast, because there's a lot of great fans that support the WrestleTalk podcast each and every week. And gentlemen, I'm going to tell you right now, when you told me about these two major announcements about the WrestleTalk podcast going forward in 2020, I got to tell you guys, these are blockbuster pieces of information. And I'm going to tell you, when the fans of the WrestleTalk podcast hear these announcements that you guys have in just a few moments, I got to tell you guys, kudos to you. 2019, a lot of great guests, even since the beginning of the show. Hundreds of great guests have come on the WrestleTalk podcast with Joe and Renee. But guys, I got to tell you, you've outdone yourself with these two major announcements that we're going to be sharing in just a couple moments. Well, hey, listen, I'm ready for it, Josie. I know you want to jump in with some thoughts, but let's go ahead and give the news to the folks. We only got a couple of minutes left on tonight's broadcast. It's been a wonderful show, and for the record, this is episode 279, so success is relative. I think we're doing pretty damn good, considering the lineup of guests we've had in 2019 and the lineup that we're going to have in 2020, especially some of the stuff that we're going to be doing on the road, ladies and gentlemen. I cannot wait for everybody to find out. Go ahead, Josie, before uh, our buddy Skywalker here. And by the way, if you're going to spill the beans, can you please spill them onto a warm tortilla for me? There's no sense in wasting a good batch of beans. I'm just saying. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I, I one of the things that, 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 that I can say is that in the very, very near future, we are going to be having interviews with some of the Midwest Hall of Famers. That's right. The inductees to the Midwest Hall of Fame are going to be coming on to the WrestleTalk podcast in the very, very near future. We are looking forward to talking to each and every single one of those gentlemen. And, Joe, I'm going to piggyback on you right here. When you talk about the Midwest Independent Hall of Fame, uh, this event's going to be taking place on Saturday night, February 1st, in Pacific, Missouri, at the Tri-County Community Center in Pacific, Missouri. And this year's Hall of Fame class, as you alluded to, are men who really made an impact in the professional wrestling world in the Midwest. You look at the inductees this year, Chico S. Loco, a man known in MPW and I believe WPW had uh, representatives from them on the Russell Talk podcast. Al Stevens, a manager who's covered the Midwest for many, many years. You have the legacy inductee, Johnny Ramirez, a longtime referee in the uh, Midwestern area. You also have Herb Simmons. We talked to him earlier tonight, a man with 40-plus years in professional wrestling. You have Attila Khan, a a name that's really been bounced around a lot in professional wrestling circles as of late, but he will be inducted into the Midwest Independent Hall of Fame. And to me, a man that I – and I'm going to digress a little bit. I'm going to take the Dynamo Pro hat off for a minute. Almost 33 years ago, when I made my start into the sport of professional wrestling, I was trained by three men. I was trained by the man um, known as the human wrecking ball, Pete Madden. I was trained by my own flesh and blood, who at the time was a professional wrestler. And I was trained by a man known as the beast from the East, John Blackheart. And John Blackheart joining this class, I'm going to tell you right now, guys, if you're anywhere near Pacific, Missouri, 
on February 1st. You need to make it a point that you're going to be taking care of that. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be a great night there. But there's also a lot of great things that are going to be coming up in the not-too-near-distant future as well. Uh, and again, I, I have to say kudos, gentlemen, for the idea of having all of this year's inductees right here on the Russell Talk podcast. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, we're going to have our first couple of interviews with the inductees this year, hopefully in the next week or so. Well, we absolutely are. And, and I want to jump back in here because you're talking about Hall of Fame, you're talking about big stuff. I, I know we're going to get to the Cauliflower Alley stuff here in just a matter of moments, but I just wanted to say congratulations to Herb and congratulations to all the other inductees. I know the Midwest Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame doesn't necessarily get all the notoriety as the one down in Texas or what have you, okay? But the bottom line is this. To be recognized on any level in the world for wrestling is very difficult. There's a lot of people who get into this business, whether it be as a ref, as a manager, as owners, as professional wrestlers themselves, or even as podcasters, and they don't have longevity. There's no success, uh, um, at least measurable success. And that's why I always tip my cap, okay, uh, to anybody who makes an effort to change the game, so to speak, right? So, you know, we're not like maybe some other shows or some other podcasts, and and we're okay with that. We just want to leave our wrinkle. We want to leave our impression. And all those guys that you just named off have definitely left an impression in the business for the better, Luke Roberts, for the better. And I personally am very, very proud of all of them. Well, I got to tell you right now, Renee, you made a perfect segue, and we're gonna we're gonna make the second big announcement here real quick. I know we're running real short on time here, but another blockbuster announcement. And kudos to the Wrestle Talk Podcast, as you're very well aware. Over the course of the past couple of years, the Wrestle Talk Podcast has had the opportunity to be involved with the Cauliflower Alley Club, and as a matter of fact, they're going to be having their 55th annual reunion on April 27th through 29th of 2020 at the Gold Coast Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada. And I'm going to tell you, this year's reunion, pretty much the award recipients are a who's who of professional wrestling. I mean, I'm just sitting here looking at the names of those that are going to be uh, awarded uh, awards this year. Rising Star Awards, Madison Miles and Brian Pillman Jr., the Lucha Libre Award for Rey Mysterio, the Iron Mike Mazurki Award to uh, Medusa Michelli, the Charlie Smith Referee Award to Art Williams, the, Gre- uh, the James Melby Award going to Greg Oliver, uh, we recognizing the Golden Greek Jim Londis. Whoa, 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 Greg Oliver. Greg Oliver. Another guest of the WrestleTalk podcast. Absolutely a guest and a friend and, and also a member of the WrestleTalk family. Shout out, hey, tip of the cap to Greg Oliver, man. Uh, an absolutely ap- fantastic contributor, author, just just an all-around awesome guy. We love, we love Mr. Oliver around here, don't we, Jonesy? He's a great guest on the show. Absolutely. Uh, we at such an awesome guest. We had an amazing time. Uh, hopefully he will be there so that we can talk to him. That, Dude, that'd, that'd be, be awesome. fresh if we got to see him that day. That'd be so cool. Well, gentlemen, we also have tip our cap to Brian Pillman Jr., also a guest of the Russell Talk podcast. But there's even more award recipients. Ricky Santana with the Train Men's Award and the Trainers Award going to the legendary Dominic Danucci. I'm going to tell you right now, guys. A great lineup of award recipients, and I'm I'm going to let it out here right now. We're running short on time, but here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, in the month of February, make sure you're listening to the Russell Talk podcast because we have been in negotiation, and we have at least tentative confirmation 
We don't know exactly whom yet, but we've got a pretty good idea. The Cauliflower Alley Club has given us, the Russell Talk podcast, the opportunity to interview one of these legendary professional wrestlers and or future stars, rising stars as they say. We are going to have a very special guest in February of 2020. We are going to have a guest right here on the program. And I'm going to tell you guys, from what we've heard from the discussions we've had, if you've enjoyed a lot of these great guests that we've had on the Wrestle Talk podcast, hands down, you need to make sure you're tuning into the Wrestle Talk podcast because in the upcoming days, we are going to have a blockbuster announcement regarding a special interview brought to us by the Cauliflower Alley Club. And guys, I'm going to leave one more for later on. If you think those are big announcements, wait until later on this year because the Wrestle Talk podcast is going to be traveling on the road to bring the best in professional wrestling to the listeners, to the Russell Talk family. And guys, I got to tell you, kudos to you guys because these are two major accomplishments and the Russell Talk podcast bringing it to the wrestling fans here throughout this country and throughout this planet. Wow. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love that so much. Uh, Jonesy, I know you want to jump in real quick, but I got to ask you this question, Skywalker. You have done a lot uh, to contribute to the show. And, and I know the big guests are huge. You know, having the million-dollar man on was really dope. And Savio Vega and, and ACH and, you know, uh, Damian Priest. And then some of the cool people that we've had an opportunity to speak to. Um, I'm sure you have a favorite. And I know you, you, you try very hard not to be biased. All right? You, you, you walk the line very well, as the old song goes. Okay. Do you have a favorite moment or interview of 2019? Wow. Like I said, that could that could be a whole show in itself, Renee. I mean, we've had a lot of great guests here on the program in 2019. Uh, I, I'm I'm going to say, to me personally, um, one of them I really say I would enjoy, besides the Wind of Destruction, uh, Makahi Sadie Blaze being one of them, I gotta tell you, it'd be it'd be hard pressed when you get to talk about people like John Cosper. You talk about people like Madman Tonga. You talk about I'm gonna people. I'm gonna stop you again. I'm gonna stop you again because I've been waiting for an opportunity. I want to say thank you, John Cosper, which was in my top five interviews of 2019. By the way, uh, nobody asked me, so I'm not gonna give you all my top five unless you ask me. And we're running out of time, so you have to wait till next show. All I'm saying is thank you so much. For a guy who's still learning about the business to have uh, the Bluegrass Brawlers, which is up on the shelf, I've read that, to have um, Grappling uh, by Gaslight, which is pro wrestling in the 1880s, okay? So if you want to know your history, John Cosper, Grappling by Gaslight, the, the, the name makes all the sense in the world, right? Because in the 1880s, there wasn't that much electricity. It was Gaslight. Boom, perfect name. And then you follow that up by Louisville's greatest show, okay, uh, the story of the Allen Athletic Club. Uh, I know every state has their, their famous arena, right, like South Broadway and, you know, Kansas City has a memorial auditorium or whatever. Thank you so much, John Cosper, for sending these to us for the, the holiday season. I'm going to make uh, good, good with my time and read both of these. They are not only uh, – they're not only brand-new books, they're also uh, personalized and autographed by John Cosper, uh, who was honored at the Cauliflower Alley Club not too long ago. 
He also sent a trading card of the original Black Panther, Jim Mitchell, uh, which we talked to him about just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he sent us a bookmark, all right, which has a picture of Madman Pondo, okay? And, uh, <laughs> and let me tell you something, man. The dude was so generous with his freaking time, and I, I guess it wouldn't be right if I didn't mention Eat, Sleep, Wrestle, uh, if you guys want to go get a hold of John Cosper, just one of the best pro wrestling authors uh, of all time. And the fact that he's a regular guest of the show, a friend, a member of the Wrestle Talk family, uh, I'm just so honored and thankful. I know I took up way too much time saying all that, but I just absolutely love John Cosper, one of my favorite guys on the planet. I can't wait to meet him in person someday. Uh, thank you for facilitating that interview, Skywalker. It's been great both times. Well, I got to tell you right now, gentlemen, there's a lot of great guests that we've had on the Russell Talk podcast. I mean, that could be an avenue in itself. And I got to say, as we wrap up 2019 and all these great things going on, and we'd be remiss we don't only talk about 2020 in just a couple of days. Wrestle Kingdom taking place this coming Saturday and Sunday. I mean, 2020 taking off with a bang. And gentlemen, I'm going to tell you right now, the listeners of the Russell Talk podcast, they need to make sure that they need to stay tuned, not just in the weeks and months to come. But you need to make sure you're right here next week because we got a lot of great interviews scheduled here on the Russell Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee. And, gentlemen, I'm going to tell you right now, as crazy as it sounds, next week's episode 280, we're 20 episodes away from episode 300, the perfect game in bowling. And I'm going to tell you right now, with all the negotiations that have been going on and all the people, as Jonesy talked about earlier, wanting to be a part of the Russell Talk Podcast, I'm going to tell you, it's a perfect game in bowling. And I'm going to tell you, it's going to be a perfect edition of the Russell Talk Podcast, episode 300, coming up in only 20 episodes. Woo! Boy, it's coming up. Josie, any thoughts, baby, as we go ahead and try to wrap up this edition of the WTP? Oh, man. You know, it has been a amazing, amazing year. Uh, 2020 is going to be even better. Uh, if, if you thought 2019 was awesome... 2020 is going to blow your mind. Uh, yeah, no doubt about it. And I'm getting messages right now. People asking me who's coming on next week. So let's go ahead and end it there. Luke Roberts, Nightmare Jones, your boy, the Night Owl. Thank you for being loyal members of the Wrestle Talk family. I'm going to go ahead and personally DM the person that won the mug today. I'm not going to be cheap. I'm not going to play it off like I didn't say that I was going to give away a mug. I'm going to send it to you. All I ask is for all you guys to, uh, um, you know, visit WrestleTalkPodcast.com. we got a couple old blogs up there. We're going to start updating that. Uh, every week's show goes up uh, fairly uh, uh, quickly. Uh, when you go to uh, View Here, which is where we have all our YouTube and Facebook videos, if you want to listen to the show immediately, you can go ahead and click the big banner. And that'll take you to our blogtalkradio.com uh, page. And uh, at the end of the day, guys, I'm just blessed to be here. You know, I've had an opportunity to commentate for one of the best independent wrestling companies in the state of Kansas uh, by the name of uh, XWE. I'm going to be doing that again this Thursday in Pittsburgh, baby. We're kicking off the year huge New Year's Bash style. There's some great matches on the card, including Bobby Valentino from the Black and Brave Academy against Kit Reaver. That's going to be a hell of a match, right? 
okay? And then one of the best promotions in the state of Missouri, KCXW, coming up at 2020 Visions in, in about a week and a half. You guys need to go ahead and make sure you get your tickets right now, right in the heart of Kansas City, baby, at the Ararat Shrine Temple. Dynamo Pro is going hard in February, maybe even again before that. I mean, I don't know. It's crazy. Wrestling is out of control. And as far as I'm concerned, as long as we're here to talk about it and enjoy it as a WrestleTalk family, this show will live on far beyond episode 300. Many thanks to everybody who listened today, everybody who shared and listened uh, uh, and supported. And, of course, Jonesy, as you know, I got to show love to the members of the FWWC because they were outstanding tonight, right? Absolutely. They were 100% amazing. I mean, you had... Boy, he's calling in. You had Hardcore Sister, you had Theory, you had El Luchador, you even had Red Rum calling in. Uh, Diablo. El Diablo came in. So, yeah, absolutely. But nobody it was say he's a punk. Uh, well, <laughs> listen, I wasn't trying to throw shit. I was just like, where everybody's calling in, not them. Again, one last time, guys. Huge thanks to our boys over at Kincaid at the Oak Park Mall in Overland Park, Kansas. We have that silent auction going for the Ricky the Dragon Steamboat autographed action figure. Uh, part of the proceeds are going uh, to the Salvation Army, I believe it is. Uh, this holiday season is not over, guys. There's people still in need. Go out there, place a bid, and a little bit of that money is going to go over to help uh, some people in need. Guys, we're going to go ahead and cue the music. Let's go ahead and hit DVD, man. I am. I love that song so much. Because in 2020, all we're asking you to do is to be humble and remain who you are. All you got to do is say, I am. We're closing out tonight, baby. We out. Good night, everybody. We love you. We'll catch you next week. WrestleTalkPodcast.com. Good night. One thing I've always done is that I've always remained to stay who I am. I am. DVD. And I represent the SP. Something you can definitely smoke to In my past, oh, I did nothing to provoke you A northern cat going down her daisy dukes Rolling downtown with a really crazy crew One of a kind, running with dimes Living a hell of a life, mirror move Fist in mind, copycats will eventually die Got a whole composure, I'm not looking for exposure I'm just trying to move this notion forward Keep exploring, I know you know this Most of these rappers are boring Got me snoring, checking options, you know I ain't for it That's why they fear me when I hit the booth And start recording, they're looking nervous Looking like the regal couldn't afford it. I'm on a steal for my homies who ain't here. Asking God was there really a reason they had to disappear. Life works in mysterious ways. I'm just happy to be here still doing my thing. I am DVD. And I represent the SP. Burning slow.
blow up on the end or rising towards another level. Wood pusher, no pedal, skate scum, no Geppetto, a healer and a feeler, feeling like Hercules, Mercandese, we can see that ain't nothing to me. I take personal time to spend my life on these lines, don't give a fuck if you like it or not, 